everybody. Yeah, this one time at band camp. I mean, I went to band camp. Who all went to band camp? Raise your hand. Come on, we're nerds. I bet, I bet. I bet there was at least half of y'all who went to band camp. <laughs> I bet it's a thing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Welcome into the show. Let's see who's hanging out with us on a Talking Trek server sound off. Data Systems, your first today. What's up? Server 27, 709 on 146. How you doing? Not my game name on 16. Zakara, 136. JT Bomb on 156. Dirty Bird Bill. Server 15, Lord Farquaad, 146. Bernard on 28. Be ready, 196. Wolfhammer, server 52. What's up, Metal? On server 8. Starfleet Command, server 36. Scrappy on server 137. Thank you. Jace on 44. Scalyback, 193. Star Fury on 41. Tabby Moses, server 20. Young Ducat on 38, shouting it out to all the Olympians who crushed it for the USA. You know what? Olympians all over the world. It was an amazing Olympics. I really enjoyed it. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. I appreciate these things a little bit more, but I watched a lot. I didn't used to watch the Olympics when I was a younger cat. I watched a lot of it. I had a lot of fun. Shintari on 32. What's up, OBG on 44? Best Man on European 146. I'm Baglin, 32. Velvet Thunder, 137. DJ Girl, server 8. What's up, Nostromo, server 30. D-Agent, server 14. Hemcorp on 157. Jazz Meister, 167. The Clueless one on 13. Raging Ginger on 31. Indy Dandy on 31. The Real Slim Shady on server 130. Molly Weasley, server 21. What's up? Wham on server 15. Thank you for being here. Virtual Army, 135. Ivana Bond, 136. McNasty on server 32. Scaly back from the outback saying showtime. Let's roll. Jayberg on 32. Thank you. Twab on 22. Boaz on 14. Smoke'em on 16. Hugs and Cuddles on 29. Grand Vampire 34. Jace on 44. Says, I hope you're feeling well, DJ. I'm feeling better. <laughs> I'm feeling some better. Uh, yes. Hey, what's going on, Star Fury 41? Uh, thank you, everybody. Welcome in. Kirko says, we didn't have band camp in Scotland. Oh, my God, really? No band camp in Scotland? Now, listen, I know, I know. Arian says, I wish I had gone to band camp. Uh, Lieutenant Bennett attended, and actually, he couldn't even get enough when he was in high school. He had to go back and continue to be a counselor and teach at band camp. Uh, that is uh, fantastic right there. I never got to – so I guess I say I never got to teach at a band camp, but it was a weird time because uh, when I was in high school, I did go to band camp all four years, by the way, super big band nerd, okay? I was, I was a band geek. Um, but for money reasons, for money reasons, like after I graduated, they stopped actually going off to band camp. They did like – day band camp like at the high school so you know it was still long days it was still like 9 a.m to 9 p.m or something ridiculous like that but it was at our own high school like on our football field or our practice field and stuff so you know I, and I did get to teach that I taught that for probably two three years after uh after I graduated high school but I never got to go off and like stay in the cabins and like have like the true camp counselor experience with band camp so uh, yes, Bandcamp is real, Tequila says. Bandcamp is actually real? Of course it's real. That's a real thing. 
Kierko, <laughs> Kierko says, we didn't have band camp. All we learned how to play were bag, bagpipes. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't have you didn't have bagpipe camp? Like, I mean, there could have been bagpipe camp, right? Surely, surely Scotland had some kind of camp, some kind of summer camp. Uh, anyway, what's up? <laughs> what's up, everybody? Jean Luc, what's band camp? Come on, who really? Big country, big country. You strike me as a super ner- why Ripper? <laughs> why? I'm hearing it again. It's been a whole week. I rewired everything, and I hear it again. I didn't hear it in testing. Now I hear it when we're on the air. It's stupid. Stupid. Um, you what? I hear popping and clicking in my headphones. It's killing me. Anyway, big country. Big country. You, you strike me as a tuba player or trombone. Uh-huh. Something, some like big, big brassy instrument. Either that or like one of the guys that carried like the big, the big bass drums, like the pitched drums. You know what I'm talking about? No, I'm not stereotyping. Big. Did you play an instrument in high school? Because, by the way, before he answers, before he no, answers, I, <laughs> oh, you didn't. I no, I I played lots of sports. You I were probably, the jock. See, you know, um, okay. I like picked on the guys at band camp. All right, <laughs> housekeeping. If I was stereotyping much, I would have guessed him as a jock. Okay, I would have guessed him as a jock. But I think I think Big has a sensitive side. I think there is a super nerd underneath all that macho exterior, okay? <laughs> underneath that level 50 bro shell, I believe that there is an uber nerd, okay? Do you know how to play any instrument, Big Country? Um, no, no, the radio. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I know how, to play, uh, know how to play music on a CD player. Okay, all right, well... Thanks a lot for that. Uh, somebody, somebody had to be a band, a band geek. I can't believe out of this entire room full of Star Trek nerds, no one played musical instruments. I, man, I played a ton. I of, did. What? A, a good. Thank you, Ripper. Thank you very much, Ripper. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the stage, Criminal Ripper. Ripper, what was your um, instrument of choice? Um, drums. You were a percussion guy, huh? See, yeah. now that's I mean, that's actually, interesting that was- to me. There was, there was some, like, you know, after school, and in school I played actually violin, surprisingly. That's not surprising. As a matter of fact, percussion is more surprising, because in, in, in my school, in my area, the percussion guys were, like, the, the like, you, you've said before, you're a self-admitted introvert, right? So the percussion guys were, like, always, like, the rambunctious, like, the guys that always got in trouble. The drummers were the ones that you hung out with when you wanted to get in trouble. Okay, like that's right. OBG says I was a percussion artist. So yeah, I'm going to guess that you were with the group of guys and gals that were like the wild and rambunctious of the entire group. Like that was the cool group. I have mentioned before my school time was um, interesting. <laughs> that's Maztec says the percussion section was the one who got the flute section pregnant in high school. That's kind of how my percussion section was. Like that's no lie. That's a real thing. All right. They were the troublemakers. As a matter of fact, I tried to be a percussion. I tried to join a percussion section. They wouldn't have me. I wasn't cool enough. I wasn't cool enough. So yeah, no. Well, I was a troublemaker during my school time. So you know. Oh my God! I have to hear more about this one day. I really do. 
We don't have time today, Rip, but I want to hear more about your troublemaking days. Not that they're over, mind you. I suspect they're not. <laughs> All right. I suspect not, they're not. Not that kind of trouble anymore, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. So, uh, yeah, many illegal things happen. <laughs> many illegal things happen in all high schools, buddy. That happens all over the place. Uh, Snake Eyes, didn't you say that you, you played an instrument as well? I don't want to make this all about band camp. I'm, I'm moving on. I'm just, I'm getting into it right now. Snake Eyes, you did something at band camp too? I did, I did. He's on mute. Uh, oh, so he did, he was percussion section too. So he doesn't surprise me at all. You're a troublemaker, son. Now, like I said, I, uh, I tried. It didn't work out for me. So um, I played trumpet was my primary instrument, but I was the ultra band geek. Okay, big country. I was the ultra nerd because when my band, uh, so, and by the way, I was a mean trumpet player. Probably still would be. Like if I, if I, if I actually took a month or two, retrained my embouchure, all right, I can still read music. I can still play. Still got my, my trumpet. Still got all the great mouthpieces, all right, because, you know, that, that helped you hit the real, the real high octaves. But I'm telling you, uh, I was great at the trumpet. I was super good. I made all county, first chair, all state, second chair. Like, I was good. I was good. But I was also the super adaptable, uh, adaptable guy. So when my, when my high school needed something, all right, for a particular piece or a particular section or a particular season or whatnot. So I played the French horn also. I also played the tuba. I also played the keyed trombone. And I played uh, baritone saxophone, which was my only woodwind, and I hated it. I was very not good at that. That was not, that was not fun. But, yeah, I played all that stuff just depending on what the band needed. I was that nerd. <laughs> I was so nerdy that I was the super, super nerd. I played whatever they needed. So, anyway, there you go. Uh, there's uh, talking bands with DJs. I, I had a lot of fun in band camp, though. Like, no one's ever going to tell me. My wife, for example, she was not, she was not a band geek. My kids don't want to play musical instruments. I'm, I'm a little bit sad about it, to be honest with you. I, th I look around at schools everywhere today. I see a huge lack of focus in musical arts, and it makes me very, very sad. I, uh, I also played trumpet in our school's show choir when I wasn't singing. Like, if there was an accompaniment that I could play trumpet for, I did, but I also danced and sang with the show choir. I loved it, man. If it involved music, I was in. I played piano. Um, man, if it, if it involved music, it was my escape. It was, it was big time. I loved it. Okay. Housekeeping. Fine. He says, are we talking about Star Trek today? We can right after the stupid news. Okay. Stupid news. It's time for the news. I had a lot of fun in band. I'm surprised. At a room full of, of nerds, I'm shocked that not more people played music. It's crazy. Ripper learned the violin, probably one of the most difficult instruments ever. Which is not surprising. Ripper likes hard things. He likes incredibly difficult things. He takes them on. He stares them in the face and he says, I'll do it. All right. What, what's another... What's another another incredibly challenging thing. Let's learn about Ripper for a minute. Another incredibly challenging thing that, that would surprise us about you. Let's learn things from Ripper. One fact a week that we'll discover about our, our friend Criminal Ripper. What you, what you got? 
Well, I mean, today could be the violin thing. You want to give us one more? Well, I'm I'm a difficult person. So there are some things that are incredibly difficult that I find easy, and then there are incredibly easy things that are very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. I can see that. As an example, I am incapable of making eggs. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. It's very it's very random. I love it. See, this, you guys, I have had people say, you know, why does Ripper like coming on your show? Why does Ripper, because he doesn't seem like he likes to talk a lot. He doesn't seem like he's a super social. This, this is why Ripper likes coming on the show. This is why I love having him. He is the most random and most extremely intelligent person. I'm telling you, Ripper, Ripper is like Elon Musk level. Okay? What do you mean most random? What? Eggs? <laughs> eggs? I mean, there was. I mean, I guess there was a lot of things we could have gone to there. But you, you went to eggs. Very random thing. You're right. I have a soft spot for criminals. There you go. All right, uh, Ripper. We are going to teach before this is all over. We're going to teach you how to make eggs. Okay. One of these days. All right. Uh, let's One see. Day. Let's see. What do we got in the news today? <clears throat> I don't have much. I don't have much. I. I I'm, I'm trying to get back into the swing of it. Guys, I'm still not at 100%. I'm still, I, as a matter of fact, today, was, of course, I was off work. I took another three-hour nap again today, Ripper. Something, something not quite right. And my, my leg and back are killing me. I almost feel like I probably need to go see a chiropractor. I got a lot of pain right now, and I don't know what's causing it. I got a lot of pain, and I'm really tired. It's been this way for days. I don't know. I think work is killing me. Could just be old age, possibly. Yesterday marked the two-year anniversary since Jeffrey Epstein's death. Uh, let it serve <laughs> as a reminder. Let it serve as a reminder that the government can still get things done on a bipartisan basis if they wanted bad enough. The iconic Barbie penthouse. <laughs> That's terrible. The iconic Barbie penthouse, once owned by Mattel founders Ruth and Elliot Handler, is hitting the market for about $10 million, big country. There you go, 10 mil, and you could own the Barbie dream house if you got the cash. You could be a real Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. Now, get this. I did not know this, big country. Like, this is news to me. So, the real-life Barbie and Ken. Uh, honest to God. Real names, Barbara and Kenneth, daughter and son of Ruth and Elliot Handel. So, they created Mattel. They created Barbie. And they based Barbie and Ken off their brother and sister children. Barbara and Kenneth, they grew up in this Barbie dream house, this three-bedroom, three-and-a-half-bathroom Los Angeles condominium. It is going to be sad to lose the dream house, but luckily, L.A. has plenty of other people made of plastic in case anybody gets lonely. Yeah, so I didn't know that. Barbie and Ken are actually modeled after a brother and sister. Did you know that? Yes, Purge! Barbie and Ken were siblings. I mean, probably not the dolls. But like the real life Barbie and Ken, yeah, like for, for real. Uh, Russia is in the news, be ready. Russia is accusing America of rigging the Olympics. It was only a matter of time before somebody came out and said somebody stole something. That's right. Russia accusing uh, the U.S. of rigging the Olympics. The American delegation says it's preposterous. America would never rig anything except for elections or the stock market, housing market, media coverage, healthcare system, criminal justice system, <laughs> entitlement programs, anything like that. America wouldn't do it. What not? There you go. 
It's actually really possible, real possible that happened. A performer at <laughs> President Obama. <coughs> President Obama had a had a birthday party, and uh, a performer at that birthday party posted pictures of the president. Oh, dancing with his celebrity guest indoors and maskless. In other words, President Obama is now a Republican. <laughs> now, see, he had a great big party. His uh, celebrity birthday guests included Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, George Clooney, Jennifer Hudson, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Bradley Cooper, Don Cheadle, Dwayne Wade, Bruce Springsteen, Erica Badu, and Stephen Colbert. In fact, there were so many celebrities there, there was barely room for all of their lips to fit on his butt. <laughs> That's a true story. Andrew Cuomo's in big, big trouble, Ripper. Big trouble. You probably don't even know who Andrew Cuomo is, but I bet you Snake Eyes does. Uh, well, in his uh, in his office, the top aide, uh, Melissa DeRosa, has uh, resigned as the New York governor faces potential impeachment. Uh, DeRosa resigning means it's actually about time to start bidding on his office furniture. Listen, you could probably talk him down if you turn on a blacklight. Oh, he resigned yesterday? He resigned. Can he, I bet, can he still be charged? I didn't know he resigned yesterday. Oh, buddy. Old news. Old news. Well, DeRosa, she resigned too. She said, listen, I just can't turn the other cheek anymore. <laughs> Mainly because she was worried about him grabbing that one too. Ha! <laughs> uh, and ladies and gentlemen, this also being old news, uh, as I'd mentioned uh, previously, congratulations to all Olympians uh, everywhere. The final hours of the 2020 Olympics saw Team USA rallying to beat China in the gold medal count 39 to 38. Uh, the Chinese say that they're disappointed to lose to America, but at the same time, <laughs> they were still happy another communist country won. <laughs> uh, finally, for your Talking Track DA of the day, coming from Los Angeles, California today, a man uh, who ran onto the field mid-ball game, uh, running across the field. I don't think the video shows he was, he was clothed. The news article said he was streaking. But... He was running across the field very, very quickly, evading all security and police until, until a ball girl tackled him football style, forcing him over the sidewall, prompting the biggest ooh from the, from the crowd. Video shows the fan trailed by a swarm of security running into foul territory where he was presumably trying to make his escape when she tackled him. She tackled him like a pro. This Dodgers ball girl is not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need, tweeted LA sports journalist Michael Durarte. Ball girl sent him over the wall like this was arena football. And I, for one, I, for one, hope that the Los Angeles Angels were taking notes. After all, it's not like you're exactly used to seeing someone make a big play in the outfield. Ha <laughs> ha. And there is your stupid news, everybody. And uh, your talking track DA of the day. And I might, I might even go so far as to say your talking track hero of the day as well. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the ball girl there. Oh, somebody said they want video. Here you go. This is the actual tweet. If you guys want to watch that, it's big. Here, let me see. I don't think I can play this, actually. You're not going to hear it. And audio, the way it's all set up. Anyway, big, uh, big stuff right there. <laughs> it's a great hit. You can watch it. It's a great hit. 
And look at him. He's outrunning all the security. Outrunning them all. All right, everybody. Welcome into the show. Big uh, welcome. Uh, appreciate you being here. It's been it's been a hot minute. A week since our last show together. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Want to do uh, take a second and, and thank uh, Bubba Joe for very impromptu filling in for me Sunday. No prep. No prep at all, Big Country. As a matter Ooh. of fact, you guys might as well form a club because anytime I ask Big to do a show for me, it's usually with like, 20 minutes notice <laughs> because I, I try to, I try to push through. I tried to push through on Sunday, but guys, I just, I just wasn't, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Bubba Joe filled in for me. As a matter of fact, uh, big, I don't even think you were around Sunday night. You were absent. Didn't get Yeah, you. no, I was not. I was not around. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, fortunately Bubba Joe was here to keep you guys entertained. We couldn't even grab audio of it because Stevens Aaron was having renovations done to his, to his apartment. So, it's truly one of those, like, be here or be there or be square kind of moments because if you didn't get to listen to it, there's absolutely no record of any of it. <laughs> uh, so they could have said anything that they wanted. That's right. Snake Eyes was there. Ripper, Bubba Joe, Arian. Uh, it was a great, great, great uh, show from what I heard. I really hate that I missed it. Uh, but really appreciate you guys filling in. Hey, while I'm on that topic, let me go ahead and right now, let me just go ahead and say on the record right now, and I'm, I'm on, on audio asking Big Country and Bubba Joe to prepare a show for Sunday, September 12th. Sunday, September 12th. I will be unavailable that weekend as my babyest sister. I'm the oldest of four siblings. My babyest sister uh, is getting married that weekend. Um... And I will be out of town. I'll be I'll be in Pittsburgh. As a matter of fact, big, I'll be in oh, Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah, go be up in Pittsburgh for my sister's wedding. So that is uh, on Sunday the twelfth. Uh, so I'll need I'll need. Of course, listen, you and me are in the same city. You probably not gonna do a show either. We we might have we might have a drink, or at least eat some tacos. Okay, eat, eat some tacos. So uh, <laughs> Shintari says, I'm so sorry. You'll be in Pittsburgh. Listen, wouldn't have been my destination wedding choice, all right? But that's where my sister is, so that's what's happening. Uh, hey, what's wrong with Pittsburgh? What's we will not be people? talking in churches with DJs. I can promise that won't be happening. Let, well, that would be fun, though. We're not talking in churches with DJs. Can I broadcast my sister's wedding live? Can I? <laughs> I'll do that. Well, just, you know what? Hey, don't mind me. Don't mind me, sis. Do I'm going I'm to do my podcast live <laughs> while you're walking down the aisle. Uh, do it on YouTube. It'll be kind of fun. All right, uh, everybody, listen, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Uh, show teaser is full. We got a week's worth of stuff to get into. First, let me start with this, okay? Let me start with this. Bubba Joe, uh, I think, is going to be back here in just a second. He told me he had a cam uh, or a work call he had to go to real quick. Big country, you and I had a conversation earlier this morning. We were discussing ticketed events. Folks, this has kind of flown under the radar. I, I and, and you know what? I wouldn't have noticed it on Sunday. I would not have noticed it on Sunday because we hadn't we hadn't had them yet. Uh, guys, ticketed events this month. Anybody anybody feel it? Can anybody tell me what I'm getting ready to say? Because, dang, okay, <laughs> dang, and big country. I did in fact rely on uh, Criminal Ripper to get us the raw data. I was right. <laughs> I was right. Here's here's the thing. People forget. Sometimes people forget. Now, Starfleet Command says that they screwed it up. Let's back up. The ticketed events, not screwed up. Well, 
there was a player beneficial thing yesterday, but we're not going to complain about that. All right. For most of you, you were able to kill one or two hostiles yesterday for your PVE ticketed event. For most of you. Okay. So that was what they did. Just I'll just tell you right out, right out the gate. It was the scoring metric from event A mixed with the milestones of event B. And, and they put it together. Obviously, it was supposed to be scoring metric and milestone of event A, you know, as compared to scoring metric and milestone of event B. They got them mixed up. It worked out. My God, thank goodness it wasn't the other way around, big country. <laughs> thank God cool. it wasn't, you know, the event that gives you 5,000 points per kill when you needed 1.2 million points, right? At least it was this way and not the other way. So I'm fine with that, Okay. There was something new that they tried, all right? And, and you're going to uh, have a hard time finding me, you know, on record giving them a lot of grief for trying something new. They tried something new with this Galactic Server Milestone event. I kind of like that in concept. Sadly, it didn't work out. Didn't work out this time. But it wasn't a disaster, Big. Wasn't a disaster. They just they let everybody keep double rewards. What? <laughs> They just let everybody keep double rewards. They didn't pull it. They did pull the frames because obviously that was meant, that was intended to be the grand prize. I don't know how many people actually view frames as, as a grand prize, but that was their idea of the grand prize. So they pulled that because this event's going to run again. Right? They rule, they're they're going to run it again, and they are hopeful that they can get the engineering and the design and everything worked out so that you will still have the choice. Now, Wham says the rewards were awful by themselves. Man, I don't know about that either. I don't know about that either because what you got from it, what you got from it was on top of what you would already do from the ticketed events. All right. Clueless says they weren't great. Okay. Okay. Let's let's walk down this, this, uh, this aisle here, guys. Because I think some people are missing, missing the larger thing. So galactic conflict. Yes, you were intended to have one of two integrated uh, server galactic server milestones. Basically a server milestone. And just as an FYI, just as an FYI, they totally took into account the math on this big country. You take a look at the points. Now, one of my biggest concerns is, is server milestones of the past. Server milestones of the past, I was a little bit worried about it because I said, hey, you know, hey, sometimes we don't always hit it. Right, Ripper? Your server's not hit before. Big Country Server 15 is not hit before. I was a little bit worried about it. And I said, now you're, you're splitting them up. So you're actually giving players the chance to be in a minority population that may not have enough players to get there. What if... Nine out of ten players liked frame A. And only one player liked the second frame, and that's the one he joined, but no one joined with him. Well, then he's in big trouble, right? Which is why I said in the announcement, be sure to go watch that video because this one was going to require a little bit of prep. This one was going to require a little bit of conversation. You had to make sure that you were not going to be the lone wolf in this server milestone. Now, on server 15, it looks, well, it didn't, I, I take that back. Doesn't matter what you would have chosen because you were auto-jointed both. So we still don't know what side people would have chosen, Big. 
All right? But they were auto-joined in both. And hey, they didn't, they didn't pull it. They didn't take anything away. They, they didn't do an emergency maintenance. I, I kind of dug it. Listen here. 500, no, more than that, at my level, 620 independent credits per event. That's 1,240 independent credits. I'll take her. I'll take her. Now, some people saying that that's not useful. Well, that's six, maybe seven days in your Borg refinery. All right. But by them giving you both, by the way. All right. It was only designed to maybe be the 620 at my level. And again, I know this scales is going to be less for, for lower levels, probably more for big country. All right. But at level 41, 620 independent credits out of one of them. So it was a, it was a, a nice extra. It was a nice extra. And, and the faction credits, exactly the same thing. 620 faction. Uh, nope, that's not correct either. Even more faction credits, isn't it? 264 at the top milestone. Let's do this, Matt. 264 plus 220. Oh, man, going back and forth. Ripper probably has this way faster than I would. May what? I'm trying to figure out the total number of faction credits in this uh, in this server event, 132. And lastly, <clears throat> 88. So at my level, it was 880. And Hani says 930 at his level. Uh, no, and Hani? Yeah, 930. Oh, well, at both sides. Level 33 had 465 uh, indies on both sides. Long story short, this was not a bad extra payout and that's exactly what it was guys this was meant to be a meta that was somewhat creative to go along with the ticketed events all right so you had what you normally have out of the ticketed events plus the faction credits and indies now we've had a lot of conversation here on this show bubba joe has said it big country has said it even though even though predominantly we've always wanted to stick with resources and materials out of the ticketed events we chastised Scopely back in March and April for tinkering with it, for trying to offer things like officer XP and faction credits and ship XP. We said, whoa, 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 let's get back to basics. We were very loud about that. And here lately, here lately, big country, I've heard a player or two saying, well, I wouldn't mind some officer XP and ship XP and faction credits. So it's a very, it's a very tangled web we weave. DJ, to reiterate, I, I think, uh, this is what I think. I, I I think I remember us talking about trying other things, and I was in favor of it. I like the fact that they were doing other things. I'm okay with other resources. I would like to see them do ship XP, speed ups, reload tokens, and stuff like that. Where I knocked that, or, you know, heaven forbid, active nanoprobes. But, like, where I knocked them is when the payouts are what they are. Like, when mm-hmm. they're 1,500 ship XP, when you, you know, are introducing a ship that requires millions, that's where I'm, like, kind of like, okay, look, come on now. Let's, you know, that's where I, I, I kind of disagree with. Okay, and that's fair. We all agreed that the, that the amount of those currencies were dismal at that time. Now, yeah. Scalyback says, so we got twice the independent credits we get from the Borg store. I don't know. How many do you get from the Borg store? I only get 240. 
I get 240 scaly back, so that's like like between both events, I got six days worth. All right, and if it had worked as intended, it would have been three days worth. All right, so not one day's board pay; it is three, but it's still extra. All right, Wham says events that require participation should have a better value than passive extra things like away teams' assignments. Away teams paid more in this case. Oh, Wham! Don't be silly. You have an assignment somewhere that's going to give you 1,200 independent credits because if you do, sign me up. I have never done an away team assignment for 1,200 independent credits. You show me that assignment. I'll lock up Kirk and Spock for five days on that one. Okay? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll use speed-ups on it. That doesn't happen. All right? Now, that being said, we're missing the larger meta, which is big... I told you this. I told you this in chat earlier today. The entire galaxy has missed the, enti- the larger meta. And, I, and I'm shocked. To be honest with you, I'm shocked at y'all for missing the meta because this was a server milestone that required nothing of you other than what you would have already done. I mean, seriously. Because what did it require, ladies and gentlemen? It required the completion of ticketed events. Now... What I was driving at a second ago, the A versus the B, the player who could potentially be left in the wind, okay? This was my earliest concern, and when I shared that concern with Scopely, they said, ah, but DJ, we got you covered because we have had servers that have not hit. We have had servers that have missed the mark, and I'll tell you, what they did was even more than what I had proposed because I proposed lowering the server milestones, obviously by half, And that was assuming, assuming that you got 50-50 participation on each side of the aisle, big country. Nope, they went further. They lowered them 70%. 70%. So the the metric that they used to use, which I think was already 75%, they lowered that another 70%. Requiring participation from only... 30% of your actual server per side in order for you to be able to hit. And by the way, that was of one ticketed event. They required 30% of your server to do one ticketed event in order to complete the meta milestone. Guys, that's about as gimme as it gets. I mean, we've had gimme, we've had gimme events before, and and I've seen the I've seen the quote in here. Why do a gimme? Why even write the event if it's a gimme? Well, here's one that maybe was a gimme, but at least it was somewhat interesting to read. Go ahead, Big. So, so you're saying that our milestone, which was uh, 135,000 points, which would mean that 1,350 people would have needed to complete it, that that number is no, about 30 percent so that's a third it's yeah it's a, it's a third it's a third of that okay and i'm it's gonna like what 250 people okay. doing All the right. ticketed events one on each day so what i'm sorry so you're saying that okay so we needed 1350 total you know tickets for the for the that's what we needed to complete what are you yeah. saying that that means? So that on th- over three days, there will be 450 people, I guess, doing, doing one ticket event. Doing one ticket is, event each. Well, so that means 400, 
if he's saying that like 30%, it required 30% of the server to participate. So if our no, number he was, saying, he was saying 30% of the number you spoke because you said 1450, right? So basically it means 30% of that number of one person doing one ticket each day. Uh, I think you guys are miss. I think you're miss like if he's saying that it required 30% of the server to participate. No, he didn't say 30% of the server. He said 30% oh, of saying... the number you, t you told him. No, no, it is 30. So now, no, what DJ was talking about is they scaled the milestones so that of the active amount of players on the server, each side that you can choose requires 30% of the server to score. So that if if a majority chooses one side, then the other side still has a chance because it's 30% instead of 50. So for our server, I'm just, you know, so I'm spitballing the math here. So for our server, that's, that's you know, 1350 was how many needed com to be completed. So you yeah. divide that by three days, that's 450, you know, yeah. basically 450 a day. So if I were going to times that by, you know, by... Uh, three really uh, saying that uh, that that is well. If that's that's thirty percent of the active people of that the, of the intended of has. the intended target. That's not exact numbering, so you can't you can't say this is the amount of active people you have because you have non-daily active players. Those exist. Right. They also exist, and then is scaled into the regular server milestones in it. But it's thirty percent of a regular milestone. Essentially, so needs so to based off the... of that, I'm just saying. So if I were to base off of that, then it, it it seems like the that our our server active server number according to Scopely is 1363, basically. Again, you can't do an exact math like that, but it would be between 1,000 and 2,000 people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys right, that's, that's uh like i said it's yes, kind of like it, it it's just good information i guess so I, this this event is pretty cool and, and i know we're just kind of killing time while dj is is away but you know the, the one thing i wish we could have done is to be able to use these credits that we earned in a meaningful way um you know could i get at least one bp of a ship I'm trying to get, something like that, which for 900 credits I can't do, right? I can't right. get a, a G4 BP for that amount of credits. And you know, as a level oh, 50, no, you, you know, the going up from 900 to 1600 shouldn't be that bad. The lower ships. Well, not enough. I mean, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> You're right. I could go. I and I remind I you, go buy that D3 BP, <laughs> which you still need. All right, which you still need. But I, I point out and I remind you that this was a meta. It was extra. And I'm driving to a larger point. Now, a minute ago, Big asked about the math. I heard Ripper go through the math. It's about what? Ripper, what'd you come up with? Roughly on our server, they expected 400 players to do a single ticketed event each day. That's what they expected on server 15. If your top milestone was 13,000 points, that's where it broke down. Roughly... 400 players do one ticketed event each day for three days. Now, Big, 
I don't, I mean, that's on one side. So let's assume our server was split 50-50. I don't think we have a problem getting 800 ticketed events done on our server. Clearly, we didn't. We hit that no, milestone we, on it, day one. We got another like eight hours. We hit the it milestone like on day one. Because you're also going to have players who do multiple tickets like yeah. this guy. All right. Wham does all three. I'm sure Bubba does all three. I did all three. And, you know, and this is what actually caught my attention. This is what drove me to examine this event. And, yeah, I'm not saying that the meta was blow your mind. The meta was bonus. Be ready. Put yourself on mute if you're going to hack out a lung. <laughs> All right. The meta was bonus. And, obviously, the faction credits were nice, but I believe that, obviously, probably the bigger intent there was the independent credits. All right. But here's what drove me to look at it. And big country... Didn't actually remember. So we had to, and I, and I didn't think, I mean, I didn't remember exactly, but I had a feeling. I had a feeling. I had a gut reaction. So I asked our resident criminal ripper to do a little bit of digging for us. Didn't I rip? We did a little bit of digging. We went back to the, we went back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, all the way back. We went all the way back to July of 2021, and we looked at the ticketed events that happened on the last weekend of the month. You dag on right. We went way back. All the way back to July 23rd and 24th, 2021. And here's what I did. I asked Ripper to take a look, based on the conversation that I had with two different players, about what their dill payouts were. Now, before we reveal this data, Big Country, you told me in a private chat, uh, I told you I felt like the ticketed event payouts themselves were actually better. Your response was? What did you say? You, you, felt, thought, like, you felt, like the the felt like they were about the same. You felt like they were about the same. Bubba, yeah, I didn't, I didn't actually, think was, Bubba, I didn't I actually didn't ask you. Okay. No improvement, says Big. Bubba, yeah. you and I talked very briefly about the ticketed events. And I believe your reaction was mainly in the event style itself, was that the events felt more rewarding than they had in the past. Tell me about your reaction to the ticketed events over the last 48 hours. Uh, so, uh, I mean, without talking about, I heard you talk about uh, the the one milestone that was super easy, but uh, yeah, no, the, the, the events themselves are fine. The rewards are really good. And then it occurred to me why. Okay. Tell so me why. We, we had a pack bump <laughs> in July and August. Oh. As we've already determined, as we've already determined, these are basically tiered to the packs that we get in station and R&D and ships. And I did the math, and it turns out the math is still spot on. That's why the ticket Wait events Wait a up. minute. It's still 7%, Bubba. Heresy. It's heresy, I tell you. <laughs> you mean that there's an actual formula, that there's an actual way that rewards are calculated, and that indeed, true and factual, that the ticketed events are worth more today than they were 14 days ago. Is that what you're saying? That, that's what I'm saying. But well, what I want, really want to point out is I want you to think about a lot of the events that we have. I want you to think about Latinum Monday 
and Call the War and all these events that have been around for years. <laughs> and when do they get updated? Okay. Right? So, they don't. So I'll they, get you know, that. This is, a, this is a good thing. Scopely said, we've increased the packs. Let's increase the ticketed events. They did it. They didn't wait a year. They didn't wait six months. They did it exactly wow. the very next art. It's fantastic. Well, that's I'm good. so excited. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, you said, you said the 7% is not actually 7%. Because I actually got, I mean, it... example of my ship event. I, I get 5% of what I'm getting. No, you got to you got to compare you got to compare it to the right pack. And I understand if not all players are going to associate it with the proper pack. What they typically do is they look at your cores, okay? Like the core ship pack, they look at the core research pack. Uh and that is the pack that gets the evolution bump. If you look at like say the officer pack, you don't get evolution bumps in there. Uh you get ops bumps, but not age of server bumps, okay? Uh, those core no. packs are where you get, or you get those. And it is, and it is 7%. And, and be ready. I'm not going to, I'm not going to debate the math with you at this particular moment because I've looked at, I've looked at the grid myself. It's 7% across the board based on the primary, based on the primary currency of that pack. So it's not 7% of the entire pack. It's 7% of the, of the currency that's relevant to, to whatever that is. Now, that being said, we went back, right, Ripper? And this is where I, I started driving to, and I had your music going, and I, and I lost it. Uh, we looked at, and, and Snake Eyes even says, yeah, but you went 39 to 41 during that last arc. Actually, incorrect, sir. I did it in June because I did it with Picard. Last month. Wait, was, it has been so long. Oh, boy. I know. Last month, I was 41 for the entire month. So I had my Full, I'd had my full month at 41. Last month was my four, first full 41-level battle pass. Uh, that being said, here's what we found. Rip! Uh, if you would please be so kind as to go back to July 23rd, and can you tell me the total dilithium payout for an Ops 41 uh, let me find it. A total total dilithium payout for an Ops 41 in the ticketed event that occurred. Um, oh, no wonder. I'm in Faction Hunt. I was distracted. I couldn't find it. Uh, anyway, okay. Total dilithium for an Ops 41 in their ticketed event last month. What do you got? 18.5 million. 18.5 million. All right. Uh, I am also a 41 this month, and I can tell you that it was an increase... Up to 25.3 million. All right, big 18 and a half to 25.3. Shut the front door. Shut that front door, everybody! Assuming I didn't make a mistake. Uh, Ripper doesn't make mistakes. All right. Oh, I do. <laughs> 18 and a half to 25.3. That was the ticketed event difference uh, just in Dilithium. Okay, now uh, let's do this very quickly, Bubba Joe, if you don't care, just to illustrate the range. Uh, Big Country had shared with me that he was getting 100. What did you say it was, Big Country? 150 million, correct? Is that what you told uh -oh. me? 150 million dilithium from, uh, from your ticketed event. No, that was more than that. Um, See, be ready. You're not looking at the right pack, my friend. Okay, and that's what I just said. Not the right pack, okay? You're not looking at the faction hunt pack. You're looking at the ultra ship. Yeah, it's about power 150. Pack. Yeah, All right, sorry. 150. 
in that neighborhood. All right. Now, Clueless one says seven million, like tears in the rain. Listen, again, it's an evolutionary cycle. I don't know what you guys expect. I mean, honest to God. I mean, you have to no, don't take it in absolutes. Think about how relative that is. Going from 18.5 to 25 is like 40%. Caution says, so they only increase rewards for things players spend money on. My dear God. Listen, you know, <laughs> this is why I struggle sometimes, big country, to walk in here. <laughs> Honest to God. What the hell is wrong with you people? All right? And I love each and every one of you. I do. Caution, you're, you're a great buddy of mine. But no, you get free tickets. Choose your currency. If you want to spend more, then spend more. But no, even the freebies. Listen, they didn't go into the ticketed events and say, ah, but if you use the ticket we give you, we're going to slide it up your rear end. That didn't happen. Okay? The servers went through an economic inflation. All servers, by the way. Uh, who was it that uh, PM'd me the other day? Whose server apparently has even been fast-tracked. Listen, you know, Rev did this video here about a year and a half ago about the different size packs on different servers, okay? It caused a big uproar, all right? But finally, I guess whatever the dust settled, people didn't like it, but it was what it was. Scopely said it is what it is. It's based on the age of your server. Big country, would it surprise you to know that even those original servers, even those newer servers that are, that are behind us, it's not a fixed scale. Ripper... I got evidence this week that it was not a fixed scale. So, for example, Bubba Joe, if you're on a veteran server like you are, server 15 is a veteran server, we get an inflation, right? We get an inflation of whatever percent, 2%, 5%, whatever, whatever it ends up being, right? Did you know that a newer server gets a higher percentage of inflation, so we joke all the time about the younger ops levels or the newer players coming up faster, right? We talk about that all the time. It takes no time at all now to be a level 30. Agreed? Yes. Okay. Yep. On top of that, their rate of inflation, Bubba Joe, is even faster than ours. It's even faster. So if our inflation, I don't know, Bubba Joe, you did the math. What was our rate of inflation? A veteran server, because you, you did the math when the pack increase happened the first week of August. What was it? Two, three or four percent, I think you told me? Oh, no, I, I, I didn't do that math. I don't, uh, I don't know. Who was it? I can't Sorry. remember. Whoever it was did it. It, it. I think it was like three, four percent-ish overall. I mean, you know, that, that makes sense, though. I mean, they, it they still want to push them to, like... Get them yes. faster, faster, close to what the old servers are. They, 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 they definitely it. increase the packs a lot. It's changing per ops level. I've actually checked every pack I have. I've checked every ticket event I have. Well, with respect, V Ready, you just showed the pack and it wasn't even the right pack. So I, I don't know how your <laughs> research is going to hold up. How is not the right pack? That's a shit pack. No. 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 Listen to me. And, and I apologize. I, I, well, I, apparently, I apparently have very little tolerance today. All right, my, my patience is thin. Okay. It's not okay, the, the faction. Check? Can you oh, can... for the love of Pete. It is the Ultra Ship Power Pack. I've, I've said this three you times. You don't have an Ultra Ship Which Power Pack. Which doesn't exist in 40 plus, TJ. It doesn't exist in 40 plus. So, wait, you guys don't have it. We on. don't have it. You don't have it either. All right, let's look here. 
It it, it 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 doesn't exist in forty plus. DJ. So where so where are they getting? Where's the seven percent? Because I still have the building pack. I still yes, have the building pack. I still have the research pack. The ship pack into the different ones for each the kind ship of ship. Pack is up into four, and all of them have the same amount of titanium. Well, then but those I'm aren't going to be those aren't going to be seven percent. These are ship specific. All right. Uh, so two I'm weeks ago. Titanium. So, so DJ, back when we did the calculation back in February or March, actually, I think it may have been, uh, they were right around six and a half to seven percent. I just went over the numbers with V Ready, and it looks like that the ship pack is now at about five percent. But I'm imagining that that's because they bumped the ship pack more, and this didn't quite bump the the ticket event. But there's still a pretty direct relationship. Well, and there is, and and that may be because these are ship specific. Uh, these are ship type specific, so these packs are already ramped up for the specific material. All right. No, I'm not talking about the material. I'm talking about the resources. I'm talking about the same thing. Same thing. The interceptor power pack. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, not for the material, but for all the, of them for the have titanium. the same resources, brother. The, for the titanium. Okay, I got you. All yeah. right, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. I was wrong. All right, I, I, and stay I, calm, DJ. Stay calm. Well, I just, I, I, I don't have, I don't have it in me today. Clearly, I shouldn't have come back today. All right. No, I'm, I'm not trying to be a. I'm not trying to bug you. I'm just saying that you were, you were putting me off, saying that I'm wrong. So I'm proving it to you that I'm not. Fair enough. I'm wrong. All right. Either way. You got an inflation. Either way, the ticketed events are increased, and either way, your expense did not. Plain and simple, you got more value. Okay, and 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 that is what I wanted to point out. That on top of the increase in the ticketed events, you got the meta on top of that, and we're bitching. I mean, seriously, God. I mean, my God, really? What's wrong? Why can we never be happy? I mean, I'm, I'm dead effing serious. Why can we never be happy with anything? Mm. Yeah, I know. People are going to unsubscribe over this. I, I'm over it today. I'm already over it. The bottom line is you got an inflation. Hey, for newer servers, here's some news for you. Your inflation is almost twice as fast. All right? the servers, and you already start off better than we started off, by the way. You already start off better. So, so for the servers who have had the, in my opinion, legitimate complaint, legitimate complaint that your packs don't buy as much, all right, despite the age of the server and so forth, all right, your inflation is happening even faster. Your inflation is happening even faster because a player on a server whose packs have always been behind Big Country, for the first time ever in the month of August, his packs all the way across the board, and we checked like 20 packs, they equal mine. The monthly pack, the ship packs, his server has finally caught up. So, guys, they're taking the older servers. They're pushing them along a little bit faster than even what the veteran servers are being pushed at. To the point where eventually, if you join this game six months after Bubba Joe, you will have the same inflation rate as Bubba Joe. And we don't give credit for things like this. Right, we we don't we we look at them and we bitch, and that's what I don't get. This is actually a good thing. I tip my hat to Scopely for speeding up the progression and speeding up the inflation because their dollar is just as valuable as my dollar. All right, they just downloaded the game six months after me. Scopely said this is how it's going to be, but they at least are moving them along. They are catching them up faster, and that is a good thing. 
the ticketed events got a pay increase. That is a good thing. All right, just the simple fact that your server went through an inflation is a good thing because things in this game cost so daggone much. And we're going to complain that, that it's because they want us to buy tickets? Well, damn straight they want you to buy tickets. But they're still giving you the same number of tickets they've been giving you since day one. So, DJ, can I, can I make a point for oh, real quick? Oh, please do. So, so I, I wanted to make a point before somebody, and you know, maybe somebody, you know, if they were on the official Discord or if somebody, I haven't been watching the chat, makes the point of, well, this is only for the payers. This is the really key thing that everyone needs to pay attention to is that, yes, the packs are going up, but in line with that, as the packs go up, Scopely is increasing the ticketed events, which, again, are technically one ticketed event is free to play for every single person. The ticketed events rewards are going up, which is pushing the economy forward slowly in a way that's not necessarily perceptible to a lot of people. And it is important to realize that this allows all players to progress faster than they would have the month before. So yes, the packs are going up. People who pay money for packs will have an advantage, but that is the scope way Scopely has rolled this out is actually good for everyone because they are tying free event milestones to those pack numbers to allow everyone to progress faster. Agreed. And to Blokemon and Scalyback's point, which is about communication, listen, this is probably, they're probably not pleased that I'm discussing this at all. They're probably not pleased that I'm telling you that the older surfers are getting a faster inflation because then, right, Bubba, someone on a veteran server is going to be like, well, I had to pay, I had to pay more to get less for twice as long. It, they, they're gonna they're gonna complain <laughs> you know what i'm saying they probably aren't happy that i'm talking about this this is probably along the same kind of lines of, of you know rev's video two years ago all right this was something that scopely was kind of flying under the radar with and we as a community discovered it i'm sharing it with you because i think it's good all right i mean it it's making the best out of a bad situation all right now that being said, sure, Scopely, communication would be fantastic. On the other hand, Blokemon and Scalyback, this is not, their economy has never been discussed. They never come out and talk about their percentages. It was uh, one of our players. As a matter of fact, I don't remember if it was V-Ready or, or uh, Bubba or one of these other guys who actually solved the 7% thing. They're the ones who figured it out. The community figured it out. All right, so yeah, Scaly, uh, Scopely flies, f flies incognito on a lot of things. All right, we're the ones that discover this stuff, and then we tell them to you so that you can be educated and you can use the information to be prepared. How about this one, 40-plus players? And I know, Big Country, you did not uh, notice this. You said you've got millions and it doesn't, doesn't pay attention, but Ripper, you and I have had this conversation before. We've had the conversation on the air. How about this for level 40 and 41 for the first time ever? G4 Common has presented as event rewards. Anybody notice that? That is also way, it was, it, a good thing. It wasn't for just 40 and 41. It was for everyone. Well, we I know it was for... I know that. I do know that. And, and you're right about that. I, but, like, big... I, I asked Big about it. He was like, oh, I didn't notice. I've got millions of that stuff. <laughs> a level 50 probably does have millions of G4 Common. But Ripper, who's trying to push to 46 to get his pylum this month... V I don't need Common anymore. Well, 
You know what? <laughs> Don't leave me alone here. All right. We've been complaining about G4 Common for to, months. I, 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 I'd be with you. I need 200,000 <laughs> common ore. So. <laughs> uh, buddy, I, right now I am starving for about a quarter million common crystal. <laughs> All right. I got like 10,000 or 12,000 right now. I need it. Yeah, I slapped more three or four Saladins last month to do that to get to my docs so i know <laughs> i know the pain <laughs> yeah there you go so there there are some good things there are some good things and uh the the fact that g4 common is now showing in event rewards guys i i can't even begin to tell you if you're a 38 or a 39 that has changed your 40 to 41 gameplay because that I, has never happened there's I don't been... get why they only started doing it now. Well, I'm glad that they're doing it now. I hope it doesn't go away. Scopely, hear me. Keep this. Ramp it up by a factor of 5 or 10 and keep this because G4 Common, I mean, the way it is right now, G4 Common is more rare than even the rare. You, you, if you ramped up the G4 Common, here's what you do to fix G4 Common, okay? And I don't know. It, the designers are probably going to think I'm cracked out for saying this. Change the Latinum conversion to one-to-one -one and increase the G4 common payout in events by a factor of 10. And, and you might, <laughs> you might make a dent in the G4 common economy. All right. You, you, uh, know they were, you asked for too much. Either you I know. For I one know. Of the two. <laughs> if I was asking for <laughs> one of the two, I think it would be the, the Latinum conversion. If I could only pick one, V-Ready, I think I would say reduce the Latinum conversion by a factor of 10. Go one to one. I could do one to yeah. one. Ten yeah, to one. Yeah, one to one would be fine. But one to ten is just insane. It is. It's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, nutso. Nutso. So G four common, and this is what I talked about in the show teaser. All right, the ticketed events ramp up. G four common. The increase uh, compared to the base packs. These these are good things. The economy increase and the fact that the older servers are moving along faster. These are all good things, and they all presented this month with no fanfare. Scopely didn't say, hey, look what we did. All right? And as always, you know, listen, I'll, I'll complain about something when it's garbage. As a matter of fact, I'm going to complain about something coming up here right after this first break. But this one, there's no nothing to complain about. Nothing. Increased payouts, increased rewards, increased inflation. It's good. There's nothing bad about it. All right. Caution says, I hope Scopely doesn't use pack or ticket inflation to not revisit one to two year old event rewards. I don't think so. Caution, I did have, um, I told you about this meeting with the executives that I had here a couple of weeks ago. I guess it's probably been two, three weeks ago. It was before the August arc. And they told me, yeah, we're a little shorthanded. We got a lot going on. We got this going on. We got that going on. Uh, and they asked me to rank the the events that I wanted. If they were going to do one event per month to kind of fix it up, and I told them I'd like for them to start with the faction hunt, okay, is, is kind of what I wanted them to start with. Uh, I don't think we're going to see that roll out. Like, caution, I don't think we're going to see five different events roll out and they're all going to be fixed. But I, but I do think that they're interested. I hope that going into September we see, you know, one of those events get fixed is what I hope. Okay. Uh, listen, let me come to the stage and let's, uh, let's see if we can get a couple of people. We got Scaly back on the stage. Scaly back. You got a comment about the ticket rewards or inflation. What do you got? Welcome to the stage. Yeah, I think there's been some improvements. There definitely has. It's just that people just don't understand 
what their metric is and, and what their intentions are. I agree with that a gazillion percent. And and let me let me just say, and and I I don't mean this. Um, I don't mean this like self-promoting, but that's why you have us. That's why you got Ripper. That's why you got Big Country and Bubba Joe and Ultimate DJs. Scopely has never communicated this stuff. I mean, for three years, they've not communicated this stuff. You know, so this is why you've got a community, a, a, a scientific community, an analytical community behind you. We can tell you about this stuff, and it's okay if Scopely doesn't. You know, there's some things I do think they should say to us outright. There's other things that I understand that they've got a method to their madness, all right? Then it's our job to dissect it and figure it out. I'm okay with that. I like a puzzle, all right? So I'm, I'm okay. This is not something that's high on my, on my communication list uh, if, if I was wanting something to be shared. As a matter of fact, I will say this. Um, coming up after the break, I'm going to shed a little bit of light on a comment that I had made earlier this month at Arc Launch and also last month. Uh, Bubba Joe has made sure <laughs> that people haven't forgotten it, uh, which was uh, I had made the claim that something was coming that was going to change gameplay for 95% of the player base. Well, Scopely ID has been introduced. What exactly is Scopely ID, and what is it doing for you, and what can it mean down the road? Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit coming up after the break because I still, to this moment, Bubba Joe – cannot confirm nor deny that that is what I was referring to. Maybe it is. Maybe it is not. Be ready. Go ahead. What do you got? Thank okay, you. Uh, I, by the I way, mean, thank you, Scalybag. Appreciate your comments. Go ahead. Be ready. Truthfully, I don't, like Ripper says, I don't really care about photon tokens, but can do we know when the G4 revamp is coming for the I don't. loyalty? I do not. Uh, I, do, I do not have an exact date. I have, I have what they have proposed. It's still moving through chains of command. Uh, I will say this. I think. I think Ripper. I can probably say this without, without uh, getting lynched. There has now officially been a plan and a proposal, like formally presented. Uh, and, and now they're just waiting for, you know, I guess ultra high level approval or whatnot. But I mean, the ops team has fine, has got together an actual deployment plan. Uh, but always involving management. Oh Come yeah. On, Listen, you gotta, you gotta send it up. Gotta get it them just, rubber stamps. You know, just like, oh, we shouldn't get into that topic. I could talk <laughs> a lot about it. Listen, there. And what there, I think about it. There are things, okay? There's things. So I, I, to answer your question, if you already know, I do not have a date. Uh, what I probably should not have shared, but to give you guys a little bit of hope, is that uh, I have been made aware of an actual formal proposal that has been sent for approval. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, pumpkins, uh, thank you. Can we you. get it approved? Do Can what? we get it approved while Billy from accounting is on PTO vacation? <laughs> Billy from accounting <laughs> must be on vacation because, like, mathematically, <laughs> this uh, this arc is actually paid decently well. Even if you look at the face of the enemy, the Troy event, I really don't have any complaints there, to be honest with you, either. Uh, rewards overall. And see, I'm hesitant to ask Big Country because he was like, meh. Doesn't feel any better, but but they definitely were a little bit higher. Just out of curiosity, let me just ask you guys a couple uh, a couple questions, and then uh, pumpkin spice. I'm going to come to you here in just a second. By the way, love your name and love your flavor. Uh, pumpkin spice will come to you in just a second. Does anybody feel like um, Does anybody feel like 
that overall, like I remember saying, and I agreed with Big last month. I actually dinged the entire arc. I, I think mechanically and creatively, last arc was probably one of the best we ever had. But and I did actually speak these words to the arc runner in private. Here's what I wrote. I'm going to tell you this was after our grade me uh, our grade show, Big Country. I said mechanically. I think this was one of the best arcs we've had in freaking ages. An absolutely phenomenal, great creativity. I still feel like you were a cheapskate on rewards. But mechanically, creatively, design-wise, absolute freaking bomb diggity. That's what I sent to him privately in a PM. I feel like you were a cheapskate on rewards. Uh, His response to me was, I appreciate that. Thank you. A lot of time went into it. I did learn a lot of lessons about rewards for my next arc. Uh, Bubba, that is what we have asked. You know, we have asked for Scopely to learn moving forward. We've asked for Scopely to reiterate the things that go well. Um, <clears throat> I hope, I mean, I really, overall, if you look at the last six months, I feel like they are. It, it's it's not maybe quite as quickly or as effectively as I would like to have seen, but I dinged them last month. I really did feel like they were a cheap skin on rewards. I don't get that feeling this month. At least not yet. I know it's we're only partially through, but I do feel like I do feel like they've they've ramped them up just a little bit. Uh, Pumpkin Spice, welcome to the stage. I'm going to give you a, a moment or two here on ticketed events, inflation, or uh, rewards payout. What do you got? Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice is not here. All right. Something. I was looking for Pumpkin Spice, <laughs> which I I love that coffee. Uh, Captain Mark is on our stage. Captain Mark, welcome to the stage. You got any comments, or were you just kind of hanging out to listen? Captain Mark on the stage. Welcome. Uh, I'm always hanging out. That's, that's part of life right now. Um, I, I like the ticketed events. I, I thought they were, uh, um, they were a great addition. Uh, the, with the way that they, they do pay out, it's, it's much needed uh, boost uh, to... Uh, get the resources you would normally get anywhere else. Okay. Good, good. Thank you. Appreciate that, Mark. Thank you. Uh, Listen, we are inviting your comments. You are welcome to the stage, as Truck and Chick has asked me to make sure that you guys know. This is not a a closed forum. It's not a, I mean, it is a radio show, but hey, even on radio shows, you get to call in, all right? You get to be part of the stage. I'd like to welcome Silent Killers to the stage now. Uh, Hit your green button, Silent Killers, and I'll give you a moment to uh, talk about uh, your opinion on uh, ticketed events, the inflation, or even the inflation rate of older servers before we take our first break. Silent Killers, welcome to the stage. Are you there? I don't see him. Out, Sam. All right. Well, then maybe we just go ahead and take our first break. We're not <laughs> we're not having a whole lot of luck with the stage. Colonel Art says. Yeah, no, go ahead. What you got? Be ready quickly. I have two things. Number one, last three, four arcs, except for the last arc, we had four jelly runs and four CV parabellums, and they've cut that down to two and one right now. And number two, what happened to the survey? Not last month. Last month was also cut, but in June, in June we did have more. I don't think it was four and four though. It was Ripper could confirm for us, but I'm almost certain it was three and three. However, you're right; it's still been a cut, and it's been asked about um, without a great deal of of detail. So I don't I don't know 100. percent I don't have an answer. I have always said those events are scheduled when they fit. Yeah, there's no and, fixed 
plan or anything for those. So That's don't true. expect you can expect zero to five a month. <laughs> well, not Something only in that. Between. Not only that. Do keep in mind, and I've said this to you guys before. Those pay very well, and they do crazy enough. They have an overall budget. Like every arc has a budget of what can be paid out, not only through leaderboards and milestones and all that stuff. So if they're paying better in other areas and other events, then you will see fewer of those because they do have an overall budget. Uh, Silent Killers, we got you back on the stage. Are you there, sir? Yes. All right. Very quickly so, on ticketed events and inflation, what do you got? So I love the part they've increased the rewards for it. Um, I actually was hesitant to buy the pack last month because they were they were driving them towards currencies that had a finite use um what i'm talking about is the moda directives officer xp ship xp we, we we still have lots of them but it seems like they're driving even those events to be a little bit double pay double dipping still a little bit not as bad as it was a four months ago but i'm hesitant to i'm a very light spender and i'm hesitant to want to i want to buy that pack because I see the reward value in there, but I'm hesitant to trust Scopely to keep pro a progressive path in using those events in a method or manner that doesn't deplete other resources I need to progress in my game or use the game or enjoy my gameplay. I think that's an extremely fair thing to feel, to be honest with you, because Scopely has represented in the past that ticketed events were something that they wanted to mess around with. The reason that I that I would probably take a little bit of solace in uh, Silent Killers is because uh, because of the efforts of the moderators and the, con and the content creators and the community as a whole, we got ticketed events back the way we wanted. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it wasn't without some doing. We had a lot of work to do, right? <laughs> like, it took... How long did it take, Bubba Joe? It took three months. 90 whole days for us to get the ticketed events back the way we wanted. But we did, and I feel like Scopely would... I mean, man, can you imagine the backlash if they, if they took them back to, to the way they were in March? I, I just... Silent Killers, I can tell you that would be a 100% negative move, and, and I think even Scopely knows that would not be smart. So I, I don't know that I would be scared of those tickets. As a matter of fact, just very quickly, you guys noticed that, that uh, for some of you, there was a $49 ticket pack up the other day, but we discovered nobody had the $99 ticket pack. Well, they didn't launch the 99 ticket pack because there wasn't enough events this month that needed it, but... The $99 ticket pack is actually a little bit better value than the $50 one. You get 30 extra bonus tickets in it uh, as compared to buying two of the $50 packs. It's only three extra events. But, I mean, obviously you're, you're paying forward for a month or two at least. I, I encourage them to launch the $99 pack, and when they did, I bought it. All right, so, yeah, I'm sitting on 390 tickets right now, Killer, uh, even though we're only going to need like another 40 or 60 for this month. Uh, because I, I do have confidence that they're going to continue using this. I think the ticketed events have actually been, you know, while we love yeah. them, but they've been a moneymaker too. <laughs> they're making money. Uh, go ahead, be ready. Thank you, Killers, for yeah. the comment. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for, the, for being here. Go ahead, you be ready. You have the $100 pack? Do what? You have the $100 pack of Yeah, it, ju it, just launched, it just launched yesterday. Uh, it wasn't up, but it, 
Okay, you know what? There was a targeting issue. Raxnar has the same thing. Raxnar's got the same thing, and I talked to him in PM last night and this morning. There, there could be a targeting issue. If you're missing the $100 ticket pack right now, shoot me a player ID because there is there was a targeting issue for me on the $49 pack. You guys remember when I was asking about it in chat the other day, I didn't have either of them. There was a targeting issue. So let me know. Uh, shoot me a PM with your player ID. I can probably get that fixed for you, to be honest with you. Be ready. Uh, I can probably do that. All right, last one. Uh, no, two. I got two players on the stage, and then we'll take our break. Kirko, server 145. Uh, you get the next to last word very quickly. Go right ahead. Yeah, I think uh, ticket events have been all right. Uh, if you want to miss out a couple of days uh, doing the ticket events, then you, you, you can build up for like doing all all ticket events on one day. And uh, as I say, uh, well, as you say, I mean, the, the rewards are getting bigger. So uh, you get the choice. You get that choice. And if, if you've got the time to, to do all three or or all two ticketed events or whatever you need to do, then yeah, you've got that option. And that's, that's what's great about it, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there are some orders out there. Some players have shown me screenshots with 200-plus tickets and 250 tickets saying, is this something I should spend tickets on? I, me, personally, I wouldn't have saved that many unless I'd bought them. You know, I use as many tickets as I can. Every time there are ticketed events, for me, it is a huge injection of much-needed resources and materials. Uh, 40, the 40s are expensive. You know, as many optimizations or as many efficiencies as they, as they say they've added, nobody in the 40s is going to say, oh, well, that's cheaper than it was at 35. Uh-uh. It is still bonkers expensive, and I will do every ticketed event I can to, to get what I can get. The two best packs in my mind right now, currently in the game, uh, Bubba Joe, Big Country, uh, maybe Stevens Aaron, you weigh in on this. The two best packs to buy in the game are the ones that give you the most long-term. It's not instant gratification. It's long-term payout, and I think it's the $99 ticket pack and the $99 monthly pack. Those continue to be the two best value, uh, I believe, in the game because they pay you the absolute most amount for your dollar spent. Uh, Bubba Joe, uh, best pack in the game for you today? Well, I desperately need speed-ups, so... I'm still sticking with the station and R&D, but the monthly pack gives a ton of speed-ups as well. So I would have to go with the, the, the monthly pack because of the speed-ups. But, you know, when every research and every building you want to do starts off at 200 days, mm -hmm. you need speed-ups. Oh, I'm telling you, it's crazy expensive, guys. It is. Uh, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. So all this ramping up, it's all great, and I still praise it. I still think it's a good thing, but it's not like it's easy or cheap still, okay? It, it takes a lot. Uh, Steven Zarin, uh, from the perspective of a player still in the 30s, best pack in the game or best two packs in the game for you? Steven Zarin's orientation is all messed up. I can see you talking. We got no audio, pal. Uh, Raxnar says best pack for me at the moment is the Ultra Research pack since it increased by 600 million dilithium with the inflation recently, and he just posted a chart. You might have actually been the one, Raxnar, that we were talking about the, the percentages early on, so thank you for that. Uh, appreciate that very, very much. All right, Kirko, thank you for your comments. Appreciate that very, very much. Um, Elsa, you've got the final word before we take break. Elsa, welcome to the stage. Oh, orientation. I see you t I see you talking, but we don't have audio. Listen, you might have to restart your Discord and come back in, but don't turn your phone. If you go into it in portrait mode, you got to stay in portrait mode, okay, because the Discord – 
Discord buggy. All right, guys, Discord buggy. We're going to take our first break. When we return, I've got some other stuff to talk about. I want to get into Scopely ID very quickly and tell you a little bit more about that. Uh, plus, I want to give you a couple of updates regarding our calendar. we got a few things to go over there, just uh, announcement-wise. And then I want to get into some upcoming event strategy. We do have and have already had one round of the Rialta versus Rialta PvP event. This big country was a different Rialta event than we've ever had before. It was different because there was no longer just killing and timing out and battles of this and that. There is actually now an ideal crew to use on your PvP Rialta event. And we're going to tell you about that so that hopefully you can go out there and rack up some kills uh, without necessarily having to blow reload token. Okay, we're going to talk about that, the uh, Rialta event, and any of the other events remaining on the calendar with some insights and strategy that we've hooked up with up until this point. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Irish Fling, the heavy-duty soap that removes all traces of perfume and cologne from that lunch hour quickie. Tonight, on an all-new episode of Country Feud, we'll figure out what everyone's fighting about on social media now. I'm going to say Olympic gymnastics. Twitter says... <laughs> Play along at home with the most divisive show on TV. Which politician said one thing and did another? All of them. Everyone's brawling on their phones these days, and you can fight to the finish on Country Feud. What is Facebook best for doing? Connecting with people you haven't seen in a while? Making new friends. I'm sorry. The top three reasons were wasting time, pretending to be much cooler than you really are, and getting your private information stolen. Aruba, Jamaica, have your brother take ya. Bermuda, Bahama, Cuomo, you're a goner. Key Largo, Montego, take your giant ego. Jamaica, off the Florida Keys. Save some face, Andrew Cuomo. It's time for you to go, cause your career's in free fall. You're a pervert man, a lying creep who has zero fans. You'll be getting impeached, and you still might get arrested, man. Cuomo's gotta go. Over Jamaica, have your brother take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Cuomo, you're a goner. Kilargo, Montego, take Something bad about to happen. 
Welcome back, everybody. Something bad about to happen here. I don't know. Maybe something good about to happen, huh? <laughs> oh, we can't. It's Star Trek Fleet Command. Why would anything get cheaper, huh? Something bad. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command. Official podcast. Thank you, Miranda. Thank you, Carrie, for bringing us back. Ladies and gentlemen, as promised in the show teaser, uh, we have, ladies and gentlemen, the very first player in the known galaxy. Uh, this is this is a big thing. I do want to brag on my buddy. I want to brag on my buddy. Big country here for a second. Big country. Big country has hit every single outlaw reputation rank before anybody else. He hit them all. He hit them first. He was determined. (laughs) He was determined to get to every single one. And uh, he has done it. Ladies and gentlemen, 30 million outlaw reputation. 30 million outlaw reputation. Big country has done it. Big country, I don't even I don't even want to know how much time, how much grinding, how many armadas. I bet I bet if we actually asked Scopely Engineering to look at the number of mud modas run on your account, I am going to be willing to bet it is no less than six figures. 100,000 plus Mudmata Mudmata Armada thingies. Do you think that do you think that that's real? Honest true talk big country. How many Armadas do you think that you've actually run? No, I, I don't think we've done that many. We've done a lot, you know. Dude, I don't know, man. I feel like during I feel like during a Stella event we probably as an alliance Ugh. a couple thousand I mean, honest to God, 1,500 minimum, I, I, I'd have to think. I think I still have like 7 million uncommon from the last one. Okay, I, I'm with Crazy says that would average to be 600 per day. I don't think we're doing 600 per day. I bet you, I bet you though, Big Country has been involved. I bet you you do 50 a day. I bet you you've done During 50 the event? a day. I mean, just during no, like just all yeah, if you if yeah. you no, I don't even mean during the event. I mean, if you take all seven days of the week and average it out, all seven days of the week and average it out, I bet you you do three hundred a week. You don't think? Uh, uh, I don't know about that. Maybe we do a lot though. It's Man, a, lot. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of data spent. Um, Boaz says the higher level you are, the more expensive things are. It's an impressive thing, but aren't you better to do it slower? Yes. Boaz, <laughs> yes, you absolutely are. the The thing is that uh, the thing is we have done it 
so that we could try to get a, a leg up. I say we. I didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, Big Country has done it to try just, first of all, he's a big fan of that research tree, okay? And a lot of the later researches are reputation-gated, all right? You got to get to 20 million. You got to get to 25 million. You got to get to 28 million. You got to get to 30 million. So he's done that uh, to try to get to those researches. But also, it's always been a little bit of a pride thing. Bubba, uh, Bubba you know, Big Country ain't one to gloat, but... Listen, he didn't spend 350,000 epic Armada credits to pull a triple chest just because he wasn't going to be the coolest kid on the block. He wanted to get to 30 million faster than anybody else because we were hoping, we were hoping that finally, finally something might happen. 30 million is where it caps. 30 million is where it ends. The expansion is over for him. Donezo. He's done with the tree. He's done with the rep. He's literally done with exchange space completely he can give it up it's like the original franklin he can be done he's done with the tree aren't you you're done with yeah done with the tree done with all of it finished donezo now you can't do the last one thing though because they're they're uh r&d locked at 51 well yeah the the one that's yeah anything that can be done there is, there is an ops lock of 51 on, I think, two different researches. That being said, we had hoped. The deal and the trite upgrade. We, we had hoped. They're, reps, they're ops 51 gated. Listen, I don't, want, I don't want, yes, they are ops 51 gated, Super Jesse. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I will tell you this. And I, I, I say I don't want to spoil it. When I say I'm going to give you the information, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. Let me put it that way. Things don't get cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> we had hoped big. I mean, every single reputation level, things have gotten more expensive. We had hoped that fa- maxing it out, finally capping it out, would finally settle you in. Just like in the faction stores. Like, you get better efficiency with the faction credits, but then all of a sudden, you get that one faction bundle that's like the, that is the best efficiency. 3,000 faction recruit tokens for the 300 faction credits. We, we were hoping for something like that. No. No, DJ Gurr, you're exactly right. It didn't change anything. Nothing. No prices changed. It didn't get more expensive, at least. It didn't get more expensive, but it changed nothing. As a matter of fact, Big Country crossed the 30 million reputation line. He was expecting fanfare. He was expecting confetti. He was expecting a double, triple layer chocolate fudge cake. (laughs) And he got nothing. Zero. Nothing. Nothing special happened. No price decreases. Nothing. As a matter of fact... Let me read you a quote. Let me read you a quote from the ever so grateful and excited big country. <laughs> the research that unlocks at 30 million. Let, let, I'm going to read this entire, this is three sentences. Folks, the research is stinky. You grind to 28,100,000 reputation. Now you can upgrade the cost on G4 repairs. At a, at a price tag, and this is one level of research, just as an FYI. One level of research, 700 million dilithium. And that was net, by the way. That was after all his efficiency. 700 million dill is what he puts out. And ladies and gentlemen, huh, it saves him 4 million trite on a 290 million tritanium repair. 4 million. I'd say it's a pretty fair exchange rate. <laughs> All right, then there's another level of that research. You can grind up to 29,250,000 rep. 
you can spend another 800 million dilithium and you get to save another 3.8 million tritanium on that same 290 million repair. Mm-hmm. So now you've got 1.5 billion dill and you have saved yourself 7.8 million tritanium per repair. But if you wanted to max it out, everybody, because I know that's what everybody's interested in doing. If you wanted to max it out, you can go uh, and grind all the way to 30 million outlaw reputation, spend another 900 million dill, and you're going to save another 3.6 million tritanium on that repair. Meaning, DJ? meaning, hang on, that you can spend 2.4 billion dilithium to save yourself approximately 10 million trite per repair. Uh, yeah, I will go with that. I'm going to go with that. Math checks out for me. Yeah. How much dilithium do you save in the repair? Math checks out for me. What's that, Ripper? Go ahead. How much dilithium do you save in the repairs? Oh, that's just the tritanium efficiency. It doesn't do oh, it. it was like, it's like a million, not even a million each. Mm. <laughs> so Okay, so you need like... 2,400 repairs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to take a while. Eventually, you're going to have to let save. Listen, after you repair the ship 2,400 billion times, uh, or tw sorry, not 2,400 billion, sorry, 2,400 times, then you're going to break out. But I do argue this point, all right? And some of you guys are correct. This is a long-term thing. Starfleet Command says you're absolutely going to repair your ship 2,400 times, big country. It is going to happen. You will do it. All right. Uh, it, it's long game into account. But this is what's wrong with some of the efficiency researches. Yes, buddy. What's up? You, you're hungry? You want to go get a snack? I didn't throw away your biscuit. You ate your biscuit. Besides, that's like eight hours old, dude. We got that for breakfast. Your other biscuit. Yes, it was eight hours old, man. Listen, why don't you go get yourself a snack? No, I'm not going to let you eat a biscuit from, from eight hours ago. That's gross. It's probably hard. Wait, what? It's a biscuit. We went why not, to DJ? It's, a, it's, a, uh, it's perfectly fine to eat. I mean, eight hours, man. It's gross. Yeah, so what? It didn't go in the fridge. This is just sitting out yeah, on the counter. We went to Hardy's this morning. So what? He's not talking about a regular biscuit, dude. He's talking about that, that butter biscuit. Yeah, it's a buttermilk biscuit, dude. I'm not, whatever, I'm not. It's fine. Don't no. worry about it. Well, can't do it now. It's in the garbage. Oh, come on, DJ. <laughs> Who refrigerates a biscuit? I mean, I no, I don't refrigerate biscuits, but I'm not going to let it sit out for eight hours and let them eat it. Let's go get yourself a snack, buddy. Yes. I, I don't you're not going to get stung. Oh, he's traumatized about going outside. You know, you, you you take it, you smell it, and if it smells fine, you eat it. Biscuits aren't going to smell bad, Ripper. They got milk in them. Good so God. what? Then then it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, my God. Oh, All right. No. Listen, go watch on your iPad. I'll take you inside and just give me like five minutes. I'll take a break, and we'll, we'll go inside and get you a snack, okay? All right. I love it. It doesn't smell bad. It's not bad. <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's how I do it. <laughs> this is not like a cookie or a piece of bread. All right. Buttermilk biscuit. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the great biscuit debate. Thank you, Stevens. There. Uh, anywho, 
I don't even know what the hell I was talking about now. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, long-term play. You know, a lot of things long-term play have, have that kind of messed up economy. I look at the uh, – we've done this before. I did a break-even analysis on the, re, on the uh, building and research efficiencies that are in the outlaw tree. You have to spend like, you have to spend like 70 or 80,000 crystal before that research becomes beneficial. I mean, think about that. I know, and I know we will. I know we will. But 80000 before it actually pays off? It's, it's kind of crazy to me. The, the, the efficiency formulas in this game are just bonkers. Like, so lopsided. It's not even funny. 80-some thousand crystal before it even... Before you break even with what you invested into the research. It's nuts so. All yeah. right. And it's crazy. That's anyway. why I didn't do some of the outdoor research. Because it was like... But I have to spend another 20,000 uncommon G3 to mm-hmm. make this worth it. Yeah. Um, how about no? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I, I do. I do some of that stuff. I know that eventually you'll spend. And listen, eventually you will. Eventually, big country will, because that's only a 300 million repair. Big country has a more expensive ship. It's going to save him more on that bigger ship. So it, it'll pay off eventually. But man, what a, what a long road. What a long road. All right. But DJ? Yes. Next time, please don't tell us to research Apex Room. No try it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It was you. It, I, it, it was you. me. No, I'll tell you this. At the <laughs> earlier levels, at the earlier levels, that bit me a little bit. Now, I will tell you this. I am doing double, triple max on everything now. Because my alliance is running enough, because my highway robbery is high enough, because my Stellas are all maxed, because my research is 113 now, I'm pretty much running loot crew on everything out there except for the 40s. So I'm swimming in credits, all right? I'm doing double, triple pulls every three days. I can do it now, but there is definitely a time when I could not. Uh, And so, yes, Apex Notoriety was one that I encouraged people to get only so they could get their, their double pulls early. But I'll tell you this, that was one that I do wish be ready that I had hung on to a little bit later. I would have eventually done it, yes. Uh, but I wish that I had done it later. So if you guys are coming in, some of you guys who are the mid-20s coming into the outlaw range, Apex Notoriety, I would recommend you hold on that one early, okay? Hold on that one early until you're able to work on your Stella research a little bit, get it leveled up, get your, get your Stella a little bit higher tier, uh, start working on some of that research. Scrap a few of them before you jump into that one because that's just going to move you quicker. And, uh, and and speed at the early reputation levels is not a good thing. All right. Snake Eyes is upset that, I'm, that I've wasted a biscuit. <laughs> it was just one. It was just one. Just, just one. And, and, I mean, it wasn't like even a whole one. He, he ate part of it. Okay, he I'm actually of- also upset because that's just dumb. He ate part of it. I mean... He left his so food. what? He left his food out on the table, and I gotta clean the table. If I don't have the table cleared off from breakfast when my wife gets home from work, okay, he's not the you one that gets grounded. Put it on it. He's and not the just... one that gets grounded. Okay, it's me. It's daddy. Daddy gets in trouble. <sighs> Why didn't you clean the kitchen? Not quite in that accent or tone of voice, but you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> okay, I'd be in trouble for not cleaning the kitchen up. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> oh, I know. There's starving children everywhere. I threw away half a biscuit. God forbid. All right. Uh, very quickly, let's uh, let's change gears. 
Uh, calendar updates very quickly. Let me just give this to you. It's just a, a couple of minutes. I'll give you the, the updates. Uh, this week, we saw the faction hunt get pushed today. We also saw Face of the Enemy get pushed two days. They did that because of the event load. Uh, I think they were expecting that the Galactic uh, server milestone was going to be uh, was going to be a little bit more complicated. Uh, but then you also had Face of the Enemy that was scheduled for Monday and Tuesday and Faction Hunt that was scheduled Monday and Tuesday. It was just very front-loaded this week, so they spread that out a little bit. Face of the Enemy is kicking off uh, today, kicked off today, and this one's a, an easier one than it was last week. Uh, remember, there's three runs of this. Uh, the first one was, uh, I think, like killing, killing scouts or just hostiles. Uh, part two is mining ore. And then part three is going to be killing Fed hostiles, and that happens next week. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Faction Hunt, two days, got pushed to yesterday and today. You're finishing that up today where you get an exocomp bonus. Uh, I will say I'm fine with them incorporating the exocomps as a bonus, but I think those points needed to be, like, double or tripled because uh, an extra one point doesn't do much for me. <laughs> an extra one point, I was... <laughs> I was DJ, not. I, I was I not tried digging to stack that. All three in hopes that it would like count, but it did not. No. They, they they were on top of it. But listen, I'll say this. Listen, how about the fact that they they rolled out and gave us, you know, three without the tickets. So you got all three. You were able to yeah. do those, and you know, that's got you some. Nice bump and some credits, so that was cool. Yeah, faction hunt in an arc without a ticket. Uh, yeah. and, and again, I, me personally, I still don't have a problem using a ticket mechanic if they're going to present as many as they did last month. These were the only two on the calendar this month, and they gave them 100% free. I, I'm, I'm actually, listen, it's not my favorite event. Cool. You guys know it's not my favorite event. I, I honestly, I really freaking hate faction hunt, okay? Even and I had to use a two-star exocom, so it gave me an extra one point. It didn't. It didn't really. I mean, it did. It it saved me ten percent of time. Okay, I needed twelve hundred points, so it saved me eight percent of time uh, by giving me that extra one point, and that's fine. I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. Uh, the points do look like they were slightly adjusted. I still don't think that they're adjusted like well, um, but nonetheless. Uh, it, it was a reiteration, and uh, and it was better than it was. We'll leave it at that. It's better than it was. I still hate that event, but it was free. It was two full, so six full events or six full factions worth of uh, faction credits and materials and resources and uh, officer XP, which is fantastic for people. So uh, Clueless One says, I like last month better. I... I did. I did as well, all right, because there was more opportunity for me with tickets. Uh, the point multiplier by using Riker was stronger uh, than the Exocomp multiplier, but nonetheless, I am happy, as Big Country has pointed out, I'm happy to see that it was reiterated, that it was reimagined, that it was uh, creatively intertwined with the feature of this arc, which are the Exocomps. Uh, I do see a lot of people talking about the Exocomps. If we've got time at the end of the show, we'll talk a little bit more about those. I am... Overall, and it's early, you guys know I've always been a long-term, you know, long-term visionary when it comes to mechanics. I've always said it's not supposed to change your game this month. It will change your game six months from now or 12 months from now. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm digging the exocomps. 
Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about that and, and what I see with those uh, coming up uh, later if we have a little bit of time. DJ, um, can I talk about Faction Hunt for just a second? Absolutely, Baba Joe. Go ahead on Faction Hunt. Dopely is making me really nervous by keep by them keep pulling out the tearing up of faction ships from the faction hunt scoring. Like that's the direction they want this event to go, and that's going to make me really sad if they do. Do keep in mind, and I totally get it. You're not the only player that's brought that to me. Uh, do keep in mind, this was the explanation that I was given, that this is an ARC-related faction hunt, that it is designed to be extra based on player request and player demand. Uh, that between the arc faction hunts remain unchanged, uh, and hopefully, when I, when they say unchanged, hopefully they mean that it's the original mechanic and not that they've not changed the scoring. Because I do want them to change the scoring, uh, but that that mechanic of tearing up ships should remain in place between the arcs. And you got to remember too, Bubba, and I know that you say it does make you nervous, and I understand that, but it's only been two months worth of events. Uh, that we've had Faction Hunt during the arc. Before that, it has been almost a year. It's been 11 months since we actually received a Faction Hunt during an arc. So the fact that they're bringing it back, they say based on player request and player demand, is actually a good thing. The fact that they're trying to, to tie it and connect it into, um, into something arc content-related, I also think overall is probably a good thing. As a matter of fact, that was one of the big fails even from uh, our contributor Horn last month. And, and I think you too as well, Bubba, said, listen, the Meridian didn't feel like it had anything to do with the ARC content itself. This event kind of directly ties into the feature of the ARC. So I think that that's kind of something that they're, that they're looking uh, to try to make a little bit stronger effort on is trying just to make everything relevant. But also last time, they actually made it easier with the Riker... Uh, Agreed. Mechanic. Agreed. This time, the Exocom doesn't actually help. Well, it does. It does. It saves you not much. Not 10%. Much. Not much at all. 10%. I mean, if you're using not a two-star. If you're using a two-star Exocom. Now, if you were using a three-star Exocom, then it was it was roughly 20% better. Uh, but even the four-star Exocom was only like 30% faster. Nothing was like... Like, Riker was double fast. If you used Riker, it was double points. Triple, triple, and two point five. Well, triple, triple. If you use the epic, I didn't have the epic, uh, but everybody had the everybody had the common. Okay, two point five. Well, e either way, yeah. So uh, it, it was phenomenal. It was way faster. Yeah, but also remember they raised the milestones last month. These are our normal milestones uh, now. So regardless, though, it, it's still a small buff. Okay, and and by the way, I'm not even talking about the buff itself. I'm talking about just the extra points you get from having the exocomp active. For the record, who the hell knows if it's working? Because <laughs> I used a two star. It was only like thirty percent to weapons damage, and I was hitting thirty sixes. So I wasn't exactly reading through battle logs just to see, you know, how much more of a beating I was putting on a level thirty five hostile. Uh, that said, you know, it saved me ten percent roughly of time because of just the points that were needed. But I do agree that it, uh, it was not quite as spectacular as the Faction Hunt last month. But to Big's point, free, which is what we asked for. All right, what the community asked for, not me, <laughs> the community. All right, so, uh, so it's good. All right, um, let's see. Oh, calendar. So let, let's finish up here. The calendar, uh, I do have breaking news. This has not been yet revealed regarding Icarus Factor. 
Uh, so we, we got through the rest of this week. We got a, uh, two more Rialta events coming up. I'm going to talk to you about that here in just a second. Uh, and another Armada hunt uh, coming this weekend. Icarus Factor is, has been rescheduled for the 16th through the 18th. That is Monday through basically Thursday uh, for, uh, well, let me rephrase, because here's what they did. It was originally the 14th through the 16th, and we say, when we say 14th through 16th, it's actually three event days, okay? I know that that's how they write their calendars. It's so weird. That basically means an event start on the 14th, 15th, and 16th. So it was going to run through the 17th. But we also saw during the first run of Icarus that the ALB was actually a 96-hour event. That's because day one and day three had a leaderboard component of Icarus Factor. So as we have seen in the past, players got a 24-hour grace period to claim their rewards from the day three SLB so that they could... Uh, score in the last 24 hours of the ALB, okay? There was nothing happening during that fourth day of the ALB because everything happened in the first three days, as was designed, okay? However, I do have breaking news for you on the next run of Icarus Factor, all right? And to be clear, I do not know what exact event is going to run, on the extra day that they have now given you. Because, ladies and gentlemen, based on player sentiment and feedback, you will now have, on day one, a solo leaderboard and a solo milestone, as we had before. On day two, you will have a solo milestone, as we had before. On day three, you will have a solo milestone and a solo leaderboard, as we had before, but to reduce confusion and to appease the players who said, why is there an event for 24 hours that I can't score in? Even though it was originally designed to be the metric you freaking asked for, community. Time to claim their... You guys remember where this came from? Last time they only gave you an hour and you said it wasn't enough. You remember? Let's, let's remember. Look, go back. Go into the memory banks. They gave you an hour. You said it wasn't enough. <laughs> So they give you 24 hours, and now you're complaining. Never happy. Anywho, yes, people complained about this Captain Planet, but here's what they're going to do to appease everybody. They're going to give you a day four SMS. A deal, the reason they didn't want to do solo leaderboards on days one and two is because players felt like it was too grindy. It was too grindy. People and, and honest to God, people said that. They didn't want back-to-back -back solo leaderboards where it was grindy. So that's why they did three days, and they did it on day one and day three so that people could break it up a little bit. All right, so they could do a leaderboard and then take a little bit of a break with an SMS and then a leaderboard on the day three. So to eliminate confusion and make the ever-so-disgruntled population of our game happy, they're adding a day four SMS. I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> Wouldn't you be... Wouldn't you be pissed if it was another station build event? <laughs> because that sucked. Let me just throw out. That sucked, okay? Jesse, I know that that's where you're going, all right? I know that that's where you're going with that. I know Bubba Joe and Big Country are going to have had this to say. Man, that SMS on day two. Woof. Woof. Man, that was bad. That one was really bad. I have told them, like, listen, you need to cut them milestones by, like, 75%. Please, for the love of God. 
That one was so bad. Silent Killer says, luckily I had a gun. I, okay, I do have a gun. I don't have the common crystal, so I could have done the gun and only spent 42,000 latinum. I decided not to. I had to, <laughs> I had to do it in other ways. I had to, can you imagine Ripper doing 12,000 points with generators? Because that's what I did. That's all I had left. Was Did you really? Oh, boy. Come on, <laughs> That's all I had left. Generators and guns. Oh, God. I did it with generators. I did that too. Uh, with with e arrow. Yeah. arrow. You say it seems easy with the exocoms. It, it, it wasn't about the speed ups. It, it was just like a generator gives 1,000 points. I had to do 12 buildings. And my generators cost like several hundred million. I, I probably, I bet you I spent 10 billion steel that day. I told Ops, I'm like, man, I don't think this is what you guys had in mind. <laughs> you know, add Luckily, we don't, we don't have that. And again, because I think the second run is supposed to be research, right? Uh, second run is going to be research, which will be easier, but still expensive. Still expensive. Uh, here we go. Icarus Factor, second round. Day one, Eclipse Hostels and Armadas. Day two, research. Day three, Borg Probes. We don't know what day four is going to bring. Okay, let me be clear. I don't know. All I got, and by the way, this was literally 30 minutes before air. They had said, based on player feedback, uh, we have decided to run another Icarus solo milestone on day four. Details, TBD, of the second Icarus run. Uh, you can share this. This gives players more chances to score in the AMS, so more alliances will be able to complete and avoid the confusion about why the ALB went on for an extra day. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it here first so, on Talking Track. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. Yeah, so uh, uh, from my server, uh, my, my alliance finished third. Um, going into the fourth day, though, when nothing happened, we were down by, I believe, 1,000 points, mm -hmm. which is very easy to shift around and as people logged on you could watch us go bump to second back to third yeah as different amounts of people it was it was awesome it was so much fun to go like who's gonna log in next did someone <laughs> yeah. not collect the well like, this is so like, you oh, got to see you got to see firsthand <laughs> players who may not have been able to log in in the window of one hour to claim their rewards and this was exactly the feedback that they were just they were trying to uh, act upon, which is some players can't log in in a one-hour window after a leaderboard to make sure that their alliance got the points. So that's why they did the 24. But then we had this issue, so you got now you've got a fourth day. So looking at the calendar now, folks. Uh, sorry, Jesse, Jesse. Listen, last month your calendar, we didn't have to do anything to it. This month, I think you're on like revision four or five now. Uh, poor guy, but uh, we've had we've had to move a few things around. So Icarus Factor, uh, day one will be the 16th, day two, 17th, day three on the 18th, day four will be the 19th. It will be a solo milestone, but you look, all right, if they don't change anything else, you're also going to have day one of the third run of Face of the Enemy on that day, as well as a 24-hour solo leaderboard and solo milestone for Armadas plus... Day two of your ticketed events and the Galactic Server Milestone. So next Thursday, folks, you asked for it. <laughs> you asked for it. Next Thursday is going to kick your tail. Uh, going to the stage, Arrow is with us from Server 42. Arrow, welcome to the stage. You've got the floor. Go ahead. Uh, hey, DJ. Yeah, I was just trying to tell you that the 
the scoring by building buildings uh, solo milestone, you mm, also got points cool. for collecting exocomps. Collecting, maybe, but could you get enough? 12,000 points, and I don't think you got dude, that you, much. What it was call? collect and use, and I got 12, no, I think I needed 12,500 points for yeah, top I, milestone. And I got like yeah, 12,000 just from exocomps. Did and you I did really? Like one, one oh, card I, yeah. So what did you? How did you guys do that? Did you buy a premium pack? So maybe I missed it. No, I didn't. I mean, I I have my, I forgot which level I have my Exocom factory, but I have you know the the three star unlocked, and I just activated Exocoms and dumped them again because they're worthless anyways. So you so know, you wasted your Exocoms. Exactly. Aww, like, why not? Why I mean, would you I, mean, I had, a, I had a couple mining ones, which I'm never going to use. Uh, <laughs> well, so I activated <laughs> them and hit the hit the bin button again to delete them again. Like, why not? Oh wow. <laughs> well, maybe my alliance was lucky. All right, Dahagus. Listen, Dahag. Before, hang on, real quick. Dahagus says maybe someone should take DJ's advice and read event details. All right. Here's here's the thing. All right. I also have promised to go through the Exocomp arc or the Exocomp uh, feature as a free-to-play. To date, I have not purchased any servos or, or anything. Uh, I have, by the way, I have not spent any refreshes. I've spent zero refreshes, but now I have spent speed-ups on those away teams assignments. What I did, uh, if I got one with Axionic chicks, I, I, Chips, I dumped big officers, and then I, I instant-finished. All right, I did it instant finish because I wanted my officers back, but I needed those chips. Now, that has worked out well because I'm now sitting on like 2,400 chips. As a matter of fact, for the next building, well, we may... You know what? The research event may have the same mechanic, Ripper. It's possible that the research event could have the same mechanic. So I may save those because I will, by that day, have enough to do one or two premium pulls, and that guarantees you... That guarantees you extra exocomp. So if you guys focus on your away team's assignments for the next few days, maybe spend some uh, some speed ups or some refresh tokens, possibly, you could build up enough chips to where you might be able to do one or two premium pulls, and that's going to uh, septuple your number of acquired exocomps I feel on like that day. If, if you have the three star, like the the three packs unlocked, it's better to pull them instead of the premium one. Oh, and I don't disagree, but again, you're on the cooldown. And, of course, don't forget, don't pull a premium in lieu of your daily. All right, you still got to do that 125 for your daily, uh, especially because the premium contains no servos, so be aware of that. And thank you, Snake Eyes. The premium contains no servos, so you still got to have enough to do your basic, uh, your basic pull. Uh, no, Surgeon, I just said I did not spend money on exocomps. Is that, are you talking to me? Wait. I did not. I, I bought I bought servos, but that was primarily because it had a lot of steel in it, which I needed anyways. Yeah, I so. have not purchased anything related. Like I said, if if anything could be argued, it's that I did spend speed ups uh, on ATAs, but we're getting those in dailies now, and I didn't buy a pack to do it. Now, just as a quick update for those of you who are crawling through this as a free to play, we have discovered at this point the only two variances between me and anybody else are the following two items. Obviously, just RNG, 10 versus 16. 10 versus 16 servos in that pack, and that's the same at 2-star or 3-star, by the way. All right, 10 or 16 servos. The only difference is that I'm going to have probably 20 servos bonus on, say, a 39 
or or uh, actually not a 39. I think a 36. I got a 10 servo bonus on a 39 because face of the enemy is paying out servos based on ops. So actually, we've got a face of the enemy today. So now I'm up to a 60 because it's 20 servos per day was the advantage uh, over a 36. I think it was 10 servos over a 39. Ah, thank you, and, and, and honey. Oh, that's your, never mind. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for the servo event payout of Face of the Enemy. Nonetheless, uh, I am going to have a slight servo advantage because of my ops level in Face of the Enemy. But to this day, and I'll show you a screenshot if you want to see it, to this day, I am still Exocomp Factory level 15. Free to play. I've spent nothing. Uh, I am <clears throat> I am level 15. All right. <coughs> 15 hours from now, <laughs> excuse me, 15 hours from now, I'll be able to take it to 16 because I am, I've already pulled my chest for today and I'm 20 out of 26. Tony Rome says I'm stuck at 12 and Hani says I'm stuck at 14. And that is relatively consistent because again, at the lower ops levels, you got fewer servos in the face of the enemy event. Like I said, I've got a 20 servo advantage on you because of my ops level. But uh, obviously, I'm not rushing it. I'm going through it with you guys. I might have a few, I might have an extra level or two on you just because of my ops level, but I'm, I'm right there with you at uh, level 15. Some of you guys are 14 and 13, so we're, we're getting through it together. And so far, listen, so far I got no complaints, okay? I'm getting an exocomp every day. I've been able to do my, my exocomp daily every single day. And because of the away team's assignments, and again, I think this is key. I think this is what people are missing, Big Country. If you get an assignment, you might want to consider spending speed-ups on it and stack good officers there. I really think that because that is, where, that is certainly where the axionic chips are meant to come from. Okay, I don't think there's any arguing that. Um, I'm looking in my, I'm looking in my uh, inventory here. That's just consumables. Where are the actual chips? Are they under materials? Are they under resources? Nope, not resources. I didn't see them in other. God, I can't find the daggone chips. Where are they in your inventory tab? Are they in other? Can't find them, Ripper. Hey, what? What are you looking for? The Axionic chips and the servos. What tab are they under? Materials, I think. Are they under materials? Okay, let me look. Yep, there we go. Axionic chips and Axionic servos. I've got 20 in stock now. I have 2,081 Axionic chips. I'm only using 125 a day, guys. 125 a day. That's the cost of the daily bundle. Now, like I said, if you can... Take advantage. If you can take advantage of a couple of away teams assignments before the next uh, before the next Icarus run, okay? And this is what I'm saying. If Ripper says that the building event was easily completable with exocomps by just acquiring and spending, then it stands to reason that if you think you're going to have trouble, you've already seen the milestone for building. I would be willing to bet research ain't going to be much different. If you feel like that can be trouble for you, all right? Icarus starts next Monday. You've literally got four days to get ready for it. 
Four days should be enough to hopefully score at least one away team assignment and maybe two because they're definitely not reliable and they're definitely not every day. All right. Also, DJ, um, keep in mind that you did get exocomps from the Alliance Milestone event during the Icarus event. That's right. Which scored towards that. So if you're close and you're like, oh, do I want to do another research? You might actually get it just by your Alliance Milestone hitting and you receive an exocomp. Certainly possible, but yeah. that's day two. And if your Alliance goes through it quickly, then you might – you might, you know, get those a little too early. Just this one is this one can be done. I did it the I did it a silly way. Ripper probably did it the much smarter way. Clearly. Okay? So that's what we're teaching you. Be prepared for day two of Icarus, which is gonna fall on Tuesday, the seventeenth. Uh, and if you uh, can save or bank or use ATAs to build up your Axionic chips. I mean, it's only 1,250 chips to pull a premium, but you're going to get three exocomps. Plus, if I'm not mistaken, Ripper, that event paid more for higher-grade exocomps. So you're only going to get a two-star out of yep. a normal bundle, but if you pull a three-star, which you can do in the premium, all right, if you pull a three-star... By the way, the odds are terrible. It's like 50%. Or 15. Sorry, 15%. Um... It's actually 86 and 14, if you want to know the exact numbers. If you are below level 25 in your factory, it's an 86% chance to pull a two-star out of the premium, a 14% chance to pull a three-star out of the premium, just so you know. But if you do that, if you happen to get a three-star, that's going to be good for extra points as well. Now, if you're ops 20, or, sorry, level 25 or higher with your factory, then you've got the three-star. And if you do a premium, now you've got the 14% chance of pulling a four-star, which is going to be big points for you guys, all right? So be prepared with that Icarus Day 2 event uh, and try to bank up some Axionic chips. I know me for one. I got 2,081 right now. I'm going to try to bang out one or two more away team's assignments. If I can get myself to about 26 or 2,700 Axionic chips, I will spend 2,500 of those on Tuesday for two premium pulls. Remember, that is not a, a cool-down event, all right? Uh, or that pack doesn't cool down, so you can use those. Uh, so there you go. There are your calendar updates. Uh, that took longer than I expected. Um, Scopely ID. Let's knock this out real quick, and then we'll do PvP Rialto, okay? Uh, Scopely ID is kind of cool. Bubba Joe, you and I were chatting about it yesterday, just making its launch. And ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, almost three years into this game, cross-platform play is now possible within Star Trek Fleet Command. Now, I have been famously quoted by Bubba Joe and others that something that was coming this month was going to change gameplay for 95% of players. I am not going to comment as to whether or not this was, in fact, what I was referring to. Um... I just can't say much. Okay? I, I, I'm probably already alluding to, to something, if you can read between the lines. Scopely ID uh, is very cool. Cross-platform play is fantastic. Uh, allowing players to get value, spend value, have the experience that they want. For example, now players, for example, who have been traditionally Wait, iOS I'm players... What? You can't actually say this is what you're talking about? Read between the lines, man. If I'm not saying this is what I'm talking about, <laughs> then there must be something else that I 
can't talk about yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. Uh, le- okay. Let me. I, I, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be coy about it. This in particular is not what I'm talking about. It's not what I was talking about when I said it was going to change gameplay for 95 percent of players. Okay. This is huge. All right. This is huge, and I'm very happy to see it. I think it's good for everybody, even from a financial piece. Even from a financial piece. Guys, iOS players have never had the opportunity to earn Google Play points or referral points or earn you know, loyalty points for gift cards or never been able to do surveys to get you know, discounts and things like that. Google Play does all that. All right? Bet your bottom dollar, Bubba Joe. 100% of my pack purchases from here on out are likely going to be through the Google Store. Not that I don't love Apple, but Google's going to give me 1% cash back. Every single time you buy a pack, you get 1% cash back in Google Play points. All right? And, and by the way, it goes up to 1.2% after you've spent enough money, which I've already done. <laughs> I've, I've, mixed, I've mixed it out, DJ, yeah. a long time you, ago. You can go gold, you can go platinum or diamond or whatever. So there's different levels. And yes, every single time I buy a pack in Android, uh, I'm getting bonus points. And when I get to 100,000 Google Play, Google Play points, I basically get a free pack. All right, Snake Eyes, look, he's been a platinum Google Play member for years. All right. Uh, Super Jesse says, listen, I legit got 8% cash back on a pack at one time. Google does that. iOS does not. So even if for the purpose of buying packs, I would be very, very curious, Bubba, to see what this does for the revenue of this game from each prospective platform. Like, is Apple going to nosedive and is Google going to shoot through the roof? Uh, I, I'm really, really curious. Look, Foe says if you use the Apple Pay credit card, you get 3% cash back, just saying, which I never have done that. Um, but nonetheless, <clears throat> no, Super Jesse, it's not that much. I think it's spent $1,000. Wait, is it only 1%? Maybe it is. Is it? T- oh, it's $10,000. I didn't want to know that. I haven't gotten Wait, my free. No, 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 no. I don't think, th- I don't think that's right. it. 1.4 packs uh, 1.4 points per dollar spent, and what's a point? A point is a penny, right? So it is a factor of 100. So if it's 100, it's 1,000, it's $10,000. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, one- no that, can't, that can't be right because I, I've, I've gotten way more than 100. Well, 1,000 uh, points equals $10. Points, and I have not, I have not spent 10,000 since they launched those points. Well, but do keep in mind, too, you earn points faster. Okay, uh, I am at the level where I'm earning points at 1.2. Uh, Super Jesse just shows 1.4. All right. Plus, there are certain bonuses that you can do where you earn like five points per dollar or eight points per dollar. So there, yeah, there's free weekly points. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff. Google Play has a great, great program as far as customer loyalty. And and listen, obviously, it's not meant to be any better than a credit card. Yeah, one, two, three percent cash back, whatever. But Apple didn't offer that stuff. So I'd be really curious to see how much spending now gets routed through Google. And you can do that. You can choose. All right. Now, this is interesting because if players are going to route all their spending through one platform, all right, guys, anybody who's ever developed an app before also knows 
that there's platinum levels for the performance for the developers as well. So if Scopely is able to drive their revenue through one specific store, for example, they're going to get better efficiencies. They're going to get better deals. Now, is it possible? Uh, highly unlikely. Probably. N neither neither Apple nor Google are interested in that. Probably. You have to be... You, you have super to be, mega. You have to, you have to... Like, the only ones that actually get special deals are basically the real big guys that usually do video streaming. Those get special deals. The other ones, mm. no. Denied. I'm just saying, uh, you know, the game generates tens of millions of dollars every single month. I mean, you never what know. What Scopely should do, which would earn them more money, would be to actually add a subscription thing via the respective stores instead of buying a $100 pack each month. That would save the money because that has, after a year, less percentage to the store. But, That's true. Oh well. That's true. And, and now that Scopely... Listen, there's never been a reason for Scopely to look at this before. Now there is. Now there is. So you, you say Maztec STFC generates nothing compared to Fortnite, and Fortnite was kicked off the Apple Store. They're not there. Okay? So... Um, they, yeah, exactly. Fortnite didn't want to pay 30% anymore, and then they made did something to get around it, and Apple said, well, bye. Gone, yeah. Booted. And, though, and they have made a lot more money than Scopely ever has. That's true. For Apple. Just just saying. So, no, Scopely does not get special deals from Apple. Well, okay, so, maybe not. not. I was hoping. One could hope, all right? <laughs> One could hope. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. This will be the end of the Apple-exclusive and Android-exclusive little packs that they introduced? Which should have happened a long time ago, so I'm fine with that. I've never been a fan of that. I, I've never been a fan of Apple users getting an opportunity to buy the Shakedown pack while Android users did not. You know, that wasn't fair. Because it didn't, I agree. It, it wasn't your choice. I mean, obviously, it's your choice what device you use, but it's not your choice on what packs and what officers are available to you based on, you know, based on what device you have. That I, I've never been a fan of that. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Well, that was. I was just wondering if you thought that those packs would go away, or if there could be more of them, and then players could take advantage of both. Um, I don't know. Virtual, virtual army. To come into this, your ID does not change. Yeah, by the way, it's so the same one. To answer Bubba's question, I don't know. I, what I liked, I, I don't think Scopely's ever going to shy away from offering promotional packs. Uh, kind of, though, I haven't seen one in a little while, come to think of it. So I don't know if they're going to continue doing those or not. But I, I don't know, really, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be able to, to offer a guess. Uh, now, regarding Scopely ID, let, let's give you a quick procedure, okay? Scopely ID is simple. Uh, Scopely ID. Uh, basically allows you a username and password set up on the Scopely servers that now basically you log into from any device, okay? Even if you've got a second Apple device with a different Apple ID, you can log in and play. So let's say you've got like a, like, okay, me, all right? My wife has like an iPad Pro. Like, it's huge. It's like a 15-inch screen. It's phenomenal. I love it, all right? I've never been able to play Star Trek on it, all right? Now I can, because I can download the app, but she had a different Apple ID. I haven't been able to get into it. Now I can use Scopely ID. Scopely ID is no different than Supercell ID or Epic ID or uh, Microsoft account or it's Xbox account. This is just a way for you to log in cross-platform or, or be able to save your game progress on a central server. to attack. This is, this is game server for iOS users. This is Google Play 
for Google users, except now you can cross you can go cross platform. This should eliminate people losing their game. This should eliminate people losing game progress. Truthfully, this should keep it so that your game progress is actually stored with Scopely through a username and password that you have chosen so that you can access it at any time. As a matter of fact, it works, Ripper. Just a day ago, a player sent me a message frantic because he had to factory reset his device, and when he downloaded Star Trek Fleet Command, it started him over at level one. He was freaking out. He was a Google user, by the way. He said, I even logged in with my Google ID, and it started me at level one. I'm freaking out. Where's my account? I said, it's okay, man. It's okay. Finish the tutorial. Finish the tutorial. All right, which does suck. It's like 15 minutes long. Finish the tutorial. Go into player settings. Log in with Scopely ID. You'll get your game back. He sends me a message 20 minutes later. says, oh, thank God. My game is back. Thank you so much. Scopely ID saved him from having to send in a ticket and wait for, for CS to respond. Okay? So that's cool. Caution says, for people with multiple accounts, can you log into each corresponding account from the same device? Now, this was a question that was asked. Obviously, this does bring into question the TOS, okay? You're not supposed to do that. They, but, but they yes. have a switch account button. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they've kind of they've enabled that, right? Caution, like you can go in. You can change accounts on the device. So this is why I say it brings up a gray area, Ripper. They're going to have to revise their TOS. They're going to have I to guess. make a statement. Or, or not, because, you know, it's just a TOS. <laughs> they don't have to... It's just a legal document. Actually, it doesn't matter. Right. But I want to answer something from Virtual Army. Yes, it may show longer, but the, your actual play ID never changed. It was always that long. Then just never showed you True the talk. One. True talk. The player ID that you now see is your real player ID. Guys, let me tell you a funny story. It's actually not funny at all. It's painstaking, miserable, and we hate it. Every single time any content creator gives you a grant issues a prize um otherwise put something in your account uh the player id has always had to have been edited okay it's always had to have been edited uh into its long form because their grant system does not accept the short version of your player id it doesn't take it if you try to take the so when you guys when i give you a prize and you send me your player id if i try to put that in the system Denied. Failed. Player not found. Player not found. It's got to be the long version. Maztec says on iOS, it's always shown me the long form of the player ID. That's unusual, since it's never been published. That said, uh, now everyone's going to have their long form ID, and it's like 34 or 36 characters long. So screenshots when I give you prizes in the future would be appreciated instead of trying to type I it guess the, 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 the short version is, so people are Less likely to make mistakes typing it out when they make a support ticket. It's kind of like a VIN number. It's kind of like a VIN number. The short version does decode into the long version. But the long Wait, version the long version is what Scopely has to have in order to work on people's accounts. So, like, for example, if, like Raxnar, I asked you for your player ID so we can investigate your pack issue. They take your player ID and they have to convert it to the long version before we can access your account. Go ahead, be ready. Be ready. 
long version, though. Do I? Yeah. I don't have the long version, though. You do not. Not yet. Not 100% of players do. So, for those of you anxious about cross-platform play, for those of you ready to download and, and create and get ready for your Scopely ID, just know that it's on the horizon. All right? Some of you have it now. And in order to prevent overloading the Scopely authentication servers, they are rolling this out slowly, server by server, region by region, however they're doing it. I don't know how they do it in the stores. Uh, I, mean, I guess it has is, to be region. To be honest, that argument is a bit surprising to me because Scopely ID is nothing new. No. That it has existed for months for other Scopely games other now? For other Scopely games. For other Scopely games. It existed but for... But it's the same authentication servers. The same backend. This is also their biggest game that they own. As a matter of fact, congratulations, Star Trek Fleet really? Commanders. Congratulations, Star Trek Fleet Commanders! Is it really? I thought Marvel Strike Force You officially down. passed Marvel Strike Force, not three, not two, but four months ago. In not only player base, but revenue as well. Congratulations, you guys are the bigger spending fools. <laughs> yes. Oh, I actually, I would have actually expected Marvel Strike Force to be bigger. My Marvel Strike Force was bigger when they acquired it. Cisco <laughs> Fleet took over, it's, it's dwindled slightly. <laughs> is there, well, another, is there another it, edit marker? Did it dwindle or did, or did STFC? Actually, it did not dwindle. Uh, Star Trek Fleet Command has grown with the acquisition of the next generation. Can you actually believe it? Both Marvel Strike Force and Star Trek Fleet Command are actually both up, but uh, STFC is actually making more revenue and has now more active player base than Marvel Strike Force and has for the last 90 days. Uh, <laughs> a deal. See, it must be them content creators over there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so funny it's so good uh anyway congratulations fleet commanders you have now become scopely's most valuable property um <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway wow. they're rolling it out over two weeks just so you guys know okay um two weeks is how long it's going to take to roll out to 100 percent of the community so if you do not have it today you could have it tomorrow. You could have it in three days. You could have it in seven. They have said within 14 days, everybody will have the opportunity to have created your Scopely ID. Okay? Um, that being said, my last point of wrap-up here very quickly on, on Scopely ID. Uh, I'm super happy about it. I'm super pleased about it. I, for one, have an iPhone. Um and uh, I, of course, have this studio, and so I play on BlueStacks when I'm trying to, to do content for you. Um, I guess now is probably not a bad time to say I've been beta testing cross-platform for about the last six months. That's how I've been able to kind of make some content for you guys. You guys know I have an iPhone. All right. Uh, Scopely has had me on this for a while, uh, and, and it's been good. It's worked great, all right, because I am obviously playing on BlueStacks. That's how I record for you guys, and... Um, I uh, play on my iPhone. The crazy, the benefit to me even now is that now you can play on multiple devices, multiple iPhones. Even before, I couldn't log in on an Apple ID device that wasn't my own. All right, it had to have my Apple ID. So I'm super excited about this feature now. And I do think it's going to change gameplay, maybe not for 95% of players, but definitely a lot. And, uh, and I will say, that even still, as big as this is, this is still not the thing that I said was going to change gameplay for 95% of players. I do not have a date for that yet, 
Well, not one that I can share. I do have a date, but it, but in all fairness, guys, it's changed three times, so I'm not holding my breath. But it's coming. It's coming very soon, and I'm super excited about sharing it with you when it actually comes. Um, okay. Uh, Commander Green says, what happens if you log in to two different platforms and both devices at the same time? It will log one of them out. By the way, uh, this some of you guys have noticed the flashing yellow Wi-Fi signal. Okay, the flashing yellow Wi-Fi signal. This is something that they've implemented in their cloud code to implement cross-platform. So you must log out of your first client before trying to log into the second client. Okay, that is one thing. I'm sure they're going to work on a way to try to fix that because it is very annoying. But this is a direct result of allowing cross-platform. If you see the yellow flashing Wi-Fi signal, you must log out of that client, log into the other client, then log out of that client, and then back into your new client. And, and you solve it all just by logging out. Okay, if you're on iOS, you can't log out. Just swipe up and close the app. If you're on Android, click the escape button and exit the game. Exit the game. Button? Huh? If you're, on blue, if you're on blue stacks. I don't even know what it is oh. on Android. I don't even know what the it is on Android. on iOS. Just swipe up and close it? Well, do that. Yeah. You must close the app in order to prevent your next client login from having the yellow flashy thing. Okay. Do that. Snake Eye says hit the Who back arrow the twice. Back Come on. I'm using the task with switcher and swiping the app away. Well, that's what I do on iOS. You just have to kill the app, all right, because there is no logout on iOS that I'm aware of. So you just got to kill the app. But in Google... Well, you could on, or, on iOS, on Android, you could use the back button and then ask you if you want to exit the game. Or in not. Android, you got to... You, or in uh, BlueStacks, you can hit the escape button. McNasty says, I was able to create a Scopely ID on my iPhone, but when I downloaded BlueStacks, I did not have the Scopely ID option for STFC on BlueStacks. That's means you do not have the client on Google yet. Uh, as a matter of fact, on Google, the only players that it's rolled out to so far are the open beta testers, okay? Uh, anybody who enrolled in the beta, you're the only Google players right now, to my knowledge, that do have the login for Scopely ID. So if you've got the client download on your Apple, just wait patiently. Go ahead and create that Scopely ID. At least your cloud backup, your, your cloud backing up your account uh, but as soon as they make it available for your region, then it'll be available in Google Play as well. Right now, the only Google players that have it are the betas. All right. And the beta is currently full, so you're not going to be able to get to it right now. <clears throat> okay. So super excited. Super excited. Uh, very, very excited. Yes, and I have been testing this for a while. I have had cross-platform access for several months. Uh, crazy enough... Crazy enough, there. yes, Snake Eyes is teasing. There is actually a content creator who did not sign up for the beta, and now he's very upset that he doesn't have access to cross No, I think, I, think, I think he managed to get in. He did. He did ultimately, but it, it took him some kicking and screaming to get there. Uh, very quickly, cross-platform play. Uh, Arrow, you're on the stage. Do you have any comments? And uh, we'll get ready to wrap up and take our second break. I've still got to get the PvP, and we've got to play a game. we got to roll. Uh, Arrow, welcome to the stage. Oh, he just left. Somebody boot him. Uh, Pumpkin Spice is trying to get back on the hey, stage. DJ, can I say something? Go ahead, be ready. What you got on cross-platform play in Scopely ID? No. I'm actually not talking about cr cross-platform, but I'm talking about the real-time event. Well, I'm not there yet. Here, we'll do that right after the break. Hang tight. We'll come back right after the break and do that. Pumpkin Spice is trying to get back on the stage. Uh, Captain Mark, Bubba Joe, Big Country, Stevens, Aaron. Any comments on cross-platform? Uh, cross-platform play? Uh, what does this do for your play, Bubba Joe? Like, are you 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 pleased about this? 
am. I mean, so okay, I've been doing what you've been doing. I've been on BlueStacks for a while, um, for a couple of months, and it's it's fine. But you know, I don't really. This this in itself is confusing. So I I don't know why. I don't know why it rolled out when it did. So I I don't know what to say. I just uh, it is uh, it is an interesting evolution for Scopely. So that's all I'll say. Really, I'm kind of conf- I'm kind of curious why you would be confused by such a move. To be honest with you, a lot of gaming companies already offer cross-platform play. It's it's but, a it's a quality of life for their players not to have to file a ticket and wait three days if they buy a new device. You can switch over your account same day, same minute. Um, and then there's, I mean, the fact that emulators are kind of a big deal. People are using BlueStacks. BlueStacks 5 has recently come out, by the way. If you're an Apple user, hey, Snake Eyes, we need to get this back out. If you're an Apple user excited about using BlueStacks for the very first time, use our link to download it. You'll support this channel. We appreciate that. Snake Eyes will make that link available to you. Uh, use our BlueStacks 5 download link, and you will love BlueStacks 5. It's actually very, very nice. But nonetheless, Bubba Joe, hashtag ad space. Uh, I'm curious why you why you wouldn't see the benefit here. Even, for the, even not, for the community. Even for the community. Stopley's not in the business of fixing things that aren't broken. This wasn't broken, so what are they fixing? Maybe they fielded a thousand tickets a month just for recovering player IDs. Recovering game it accounts. It, that's entirely possible. That's so maybe that's it. Maybe I, I don't appreciate how many times players lose their accounts and they have to fix it. Uh, so it's entirely possible that that's the case. Uh, but to me, this seemed like something that is not broken and they fixed. And so if they're fixing something that is broken, then what are they fixing? And so that's what I, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that, there's more to this, you know. This is, this is an effort that is going across every single Scopely game. Not only that, Not but there's probably a very man. there's probably some very real benefits just in database architecture, you know, now, and stuff like that. So there's probably some well, back end stuff we don't get to see that that are probably so going to solved. You you are very uh, likely to get some promotional emails from Scopely to your email address <laughs> that you're interested. All with. right, damn it, Ripper. See, I wasn't going to talk about it. Okay. Wow. Mm. So there you so go. There's a, there's a hint do... from Criminal Ripper. We're not going to repeat it. If you missed it, so, you're going to have to listen back. What I would love to see is the ability to use my Scopely ID on stfc.space and have it load in my research so that when I see things, it tells me exactly what it's going to cost. That would be awesome. That would be great, wouldn't it? That would be great. I'll never see it. That would be phenomenal. And with that, we're going to take a break, everybody. Up to... Go to ahead. borrow something from big to borrow something from big country that he likes to say all the time it gives you options it gives you options that's fair thank you for that you know, you're going from uh, one device to another which I, I mean I've done that on other games before and it's it's been uh, help even if it's just because one device the battery croaked you know to just be able to switch over to the other one without losing any progress I mean is a is a is a huge benefit just for the record. Very quickly, before I fuel any speculation, Ripper. Silverhawk says, sounds like more work for Ripper. To be perfectly honest with you, if Scopely made that available, if that was made available to SDFC.space, it would be a dream come true for Ripper. It would be 
not at all more work. Like, that would be super easy compared to the way that we were looking at doing it. So I'm not saying that it is. I'm certainly not saying that. Okay, just hear me very clearly. I'm not saying that at all. I am very hopeful for that, but we don't know. All right, there you go. By the way, very quickly, those of you asking about the BlueStacks 5 link, BlueStacks 5 is no longer in beta. It is in final, uh, final deployment. It does not work on a Mac right now. It is PC only, but I'm pretty sure BlueStacks 4 BlueStacks 4 actually does still work for Mac, so uh, you can get in there, and, and you can still use our link. You just have to download 4 instead of 5 in the drop-down. But, yeah, BlueStacks 4 does work for Mac. BlueStacks 5, they were working on. I don't think it's done yet. Uh, I don't think it's actually done yet, but that is, uh, that is actually going on. Use our BlueStacks 5 link to support Talking Trek and our contributors. Thank you very much as we get ready to. A big improvement that. over the last version, too. Yeah, oh yeah, BlueStacks 5 is amazing compared to 4. If you're stuck with 4 because of the Mac, uh, just wait till you get 5. 5 is so much better. I really did not enjoy 4. It impacted my game experience with Star Trek Fleet Command. 5 has been so much better. So much better. Okay. Happy. <clears throat> yeah, very good. Much less, much less resource used, too. All right, any other questions about, um, about Scopely ID? Guys, there's... there's that's it. <laughs> can't, can't, can't. Got to take a break. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Big things coming. Big things shaking up. Scopely is changing everything. And we're going to be here to tell you all about it when it happens, all right? My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm not doing it, Snake Eyes. I'm not doing it. I didn't say a thing. I'm just super freaking pumped about it. We're going to take a break. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Mountain Dew. Now introducing new Mountain Don't. Refreshing lemon-lime soda in cans that won't open. It's the tribute album that's making America rock again. Introducing ZZ Trump. Give me all your lawyers. Send me lots of money, too. Or I'll be through. An album so dangerous it was thrown off social media. They come running just as fast as they can. Cause every girl's crazy about a Facebook ban. Oh yeah, I'm kicked off Twitter too. An album that's got it made in the shade. Joe Biden wears some cheap sunglasses. So sad. Because I'm really rich. ZZ Trump. Find your copy today. I said, get me a golf ball. I just hit one in the bush. Four. There's more dumb mandates from this Fauci clown. He said to vaccinate. We did it right away. I think his brain is putty because his new stupid rule mass every kid in the state. Letter said my vaccine is done, but now the mask rule is back. 
I gotta wear one now when I walk around Anytime I'm on school grounds Even when I run track So be messed up in school now It's like you would when you shop for fly Be messed up in school now The science don't say why But be messed up in school without letting it upset the functioning of their body and mind. It relaxes you, makes you more congenial. I just had one today. It helps make a gathering cheerful and friendly. <laughs> it ain't my fault, so don't blame me. I swear I just came here to unwind and have one drink. The way it looks, it ain't what you think. This Cabernet has a way of vanishing on me. There's a hole. You're listening to one of my favorite country songs right now. I love this song. It's so silly. It's so silly. But I do love it. It's goofy and it's fun and it's not awful. And yes, it is country. I love it. It's goofy. Like you're looking at your bottle of wine and it just keeps coming up empty. Who's had that problem? You look at a bottle of beer and you're like, well, I just opened this. Right? I just opened this. This was a brand new beer. And now it's empty. (laughs) Beer is not wine. Well, wine, liquor, beer, whatever. It don't matter. I know. Listen, you're not a drinker. I get it. It doesn't matter if if, if it's, it could be. What about, what about a bottle? I don't know. What else is something people drink for, for just pleasure? Uh, I was going to say maybe like a bottle of water, but I don't think anybody's looking at the bottle of water and being like, ah, just open that. Dang on. Where did, where did it all go? (laughs) <laughs> like it, it just it just what what the heck i just opened that bottle of water daggone oh mountain dew there you go okay mountain dew if you could open a mountain dew and you're like it, there you go <laughs> bang there you go big country Tide pod says t brim no we can't endorse that here <laughs> can't endorse that here hey you guys want to hear something really really funny real quick big country um i've been distracted trying to do the show but i do have my Scopely ID pulled up on my blue stacks on the computer right uh, right behind me as I'm as I'm doing stuff. Now I'm not actually like playing playing, but I was trying to mine a little bit of isogen since I you know I'm not actively doing anything. So showtime is actually the perfect time for me to dump an, uh, a meridian on an ISO node because I'm not doing anything else. But I can watch it if I see somebody coming. Let's click a single button. Clearly, I don't think that was actually that was actually working out for me. 
because I was paying so little attention, big country, that I accidentally sent my Meridian all the way to deep space to sit on a crystal node <laughs> instead, of a, instead of an isogen node on accident. And it's been there for about an hour. And, and yes, it picked up. In an hour, it picked up. Oh, God, is that right? That can't be right. 6,500. So not quite an hour. It must have been there for about 45 minutes because the mining rate is only 9,450. So fortunately, I was not over cargo <laughs> because I was only mining at 9,450 an hour. Uh, but the Meridian is now flying back to regular space with 6,504 G4 raw crystal in it. <laughs> so bad. So I was thinking maybe this, you know, maybe I can actually pay attention to my Meridian. Clearly, I can't even have the, the, the aptitude to send it to the correct node, big country. 45 minutes it sat in deep space. <laughs> I didn't notice. Then I'm like, wait a second. I haven't recalled that in a while. I better look. Why does it only have 6,000 in it? Why is it in Gary? That's why. <laughs> why is it all the way up there in Gary space? Gary B or whatever. <laughs> I don't think it's actually Gary B. What is it, Garib? It's probably Garib, right? Anybody know how to pronounce that system, Bubba Joe? I'm going to go with, I've always called it Gary B. Let's go with <laughs> it's that. It's totally Gary B. I'm going with Gary B. That's like one of the easiest ones in the game to actually pronounce. Gary B. I'm good with it. All right. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably not. Uh, poor Gary. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let, we got to wrap this up. We're two hours and 40 minutes uh, minus a few edits we're going to have to take out. I hope Stevens Aaron took really good notes. Um, that said, I got one thing left on the show teaser. We've got two instances left of, uh, PVP in Rialta. PVP in Rialta is coming up. We've had one already and a new crew has emerged. Now, before we haven't had PVP Rialta in a long time. As a matter of fact, we must not have had it since before January. Okay. Um, we must not have had it since before January because there's a new dominant crew. And I'm just going to share it with you real quick. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. I'll explain to you how it's working, why it's working, and why it's amazing. So Rialtas, folks. I got a bunch of screenshots. People said, why does a Rialta? How can a Rialta throw a 100,000 critical big country? How can a Rialta, Bubba Joe, throw a 30,000 energy shot? How? How? It's simple. TUS Kirk. TUS Uhura. Another one, very simple. GG, Ash Tyler. Okay? GG and Ash Tyler are, are not probably as good as TOS Kirk and Uhura. Okay? But it is another option for you. It's another option. Obviously, they're meant for battleships. Okay? They are. But, but, GG is probably going to activate uh, your burning, maybe a, slight bitly, a slightly bit more reliable, perhaps. Okay? Ash Tyler is going to get you more potential statistics than TOS Uhura, but Uhura, um, <clears throat> or than TOS Kirk, rather, but Uhura also has that shield mitigation thing. Sorry, I'm trying to do two things at once, Snake Eyes. I'm a little bit tongue-tied at the moment, okay? Listen, here are your two crews, okay? Here are your two crews. You can ask questions afterwards. TOS Kirk, TOS Uhura, and Marcus, all right? And it's absolutely ridiculous. Short says it's not amazing. It breaks the event. No, it doesn't. It's just a, a crew. It, it's a crew that it has an advantage on this ship 
that will allow players to be better. And listen, at this time, there are a fair number of players that do have uh, TOS Kirk. I know not nearly enough. I get that. Sourcing is a problem, but but some players do. Uh, if you and, and now, by the way, listen, easy to scan. Easy to scan. As a matter of fact, you can now scan crews in a system without even being in the system. Has anybody noticed that? Thank you for whatever back-end changes were recently made. All right. Probably had, probably had something to do with the scanning of teammates mechanic. But now you can actually scan non-teammates out of a system. You can actually scan a crew, which is an age-old mechanic. We had this two and a half years ago. As Ripper said during a previous show, we had it, then it went away. It was a mistake that it went away. Then they tried to bring it back. It failed. Then now they bring it back, and it's actually working. And, and, and even still, now today, we don't know if it's on purpose because the, the, the reason it came back is probably now that we can scan Alliance members, okay? But they never made mention of scanning enemies outside of the system. All right. Regardless, you can do it. It's awesome. It's player beneficial. It needs to stay. It should have stayed two and a half years ago. But now you can see, folks, you can see what somebody's running with to know whether or not you want to fly in there at that particular moment. Okay? Whether or not you want to fly in there. Okay, sorry, maybe we shouldn't be talking about it. Or we're talking about PvP crews. So you now know what's happening in a system before you get there. Right? So you can determine whether or not it is either safe or advantageous for you to fly in. Okay? Andar says PvP route in Rialto was the slow way to go because people just farm PvE for the points. Well, that's fine, but you could also farm PvE in any system. I continue to maintain this event mechanically was designed decently because you could reload to a, a level 1 system. I was getting points by going to a level one system. I didn't understand the people that were coming into to the PvP system doing PvE. All right? I, I don't get that. I mean, I, I know that that's the way other PvP events have been. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying that it, that it, you know, is not something we've never seen, okay? Reading is hard. Everyone should read. You would know that this particular event did not require you to do the PvE in the PvP system. Nonetheless, a lot of people flying in there with Pike Maru and shit on a Rialta. So I killed them. I killed them. All right? And you yeah. guys did too. Don't tell me you didn't. If you were a player that flew into that system with Pike Maru and Chen, then maybe you're salty about the PvP crews. But you don't have to be there. Yeah, you could have gone to any system. Any system. And Tony Rome argues that PvP was 100% better than the, than the PvE. You say not efficient, but better. I argue on the efficiency because it's free to repair. I mean, essentially free to repair, okay? It, this is one where there, there wasn't. It, it just is more efficient. It is faster to do the PvP because you're not spending resources. You're not spending materials. You're already in the system or you're next door. It's a free repair. All you got to do is come in. It's just time. And if you're going to go grind hostels at 10 or 8 or 12 seconds per hostel, you can get quadruple the points. Now, you say less time efficient. I don't even know about that. My system was full of Rialtas because it was a quirky, fun, and free event. Captain Nighthawk says, I couldn't get any PvP. I kept getting killed by 45-plus level players. Well, that happened, and they probably had a better crew than you. I don't know. Did you use this crew? 
because they were, and if you were using this crew, then you might have stood a shot. Maybe. Because here's the point. It depends on proc. It depends on RNG, folks. All right? If Kirk procs, if Kirk procs, you will beat a 45 if his Kirk doesn't. All right? Listen. DJ, you said there were two crews. What was the second crew? I, I also uh, saw attack accumulation with Ash Tyler. So GG and Ash, if you could inspire burning, then Ash Tyler would stack your attack points. Okay? So, but again, same thing. It's stacking I, stats and hoping for a proc. Go ahead, Bubba. Can I offer a third crew Please? that I was cleaning house with? Absolutely. Um, What's your third so, option? My third option, which again, this is this is you know, people can accuse me of having whale problems, but I ran Pike, Harrison, Roe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roe Mud? What are you Ro thinking? Mud. What are you thinking? Okay, on a previous show, one week ago. Now Jesse says, ooh, mud is only useful 30% of the time. Not with Pike. Pike is gonna improve that 30 times 80 somebody help me with that because it's not additive right oh wait oh my god bubba she's a proc rate so she is additive right mm -hmm. so pike is going to give row 100 percent because it's a proc rate not an ability so pike is going to add 80 percent to the 30 percent that's 110 percent on row means she will proc every time 110 percent chance short says she what? doesn't she will Okay, she will. Can I speak to you about the real time event, though? Yes, go ahead. Oh, hang on, hang actually, on, hang on, Rip. I'm Be ready. You go I'm first. Idiot. Oh, good. I have a particular issue with the real time event because my particular server has been merged with the 190, and we were winning the event, and then those guys have four to six realtors. So they decide to pull them out, and they win the event. Yeah. How does that work? How does I am not pleased about I that. To, I have to have to. Yeah. You are at a disadvantage there. Agreed. And and I I did get a couple of these messages. I was I was understanding. They have four to six. I don't know. I don't know. There was something that happened way back in the beta days where you could grind real to BPs. Okay. I I know it sucks, and and I don't know what the solution to that is. Be ready personally. Maybe what they should do. Is anybody on that server? Maybe they should go through and just grant you guys like two or three extra sets of BPs for Rialtas to kind of keep it level. No, um, because they basically, we were winning, and then they took it away because they had four each. Yeah, the founder server, the beta servers, like those early servers, you could grind those BPs. So that's a real, that's possible. I get it. I get it. Uh, that's, that's sadly. Fair, uh, though, right? No, no, I agree. And I, I agree. It's not fair. It's not fair. Um, <clears throat> so. Anywho, uh, there you go. So Pike, Roe, and you said Harrison. I like that. I like that too. All right, so that's really, really cool. Um, now, what? Let, let's look at that. She, Roe, is going to – let's see what that's going to do. What does – that increases damage by 30? No. Hang on. Let me look. 50. I'm trying to find her. <laughs> She's way down the list for me. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, man. Holy cow. That might be number one, Bubba Joe. 
because it's a 300% boost to damage by officer attack. Yo, wow. Hey, Jonathan Ingram, coming for you, buddy. Jonathan Ingram was the only player on my server I couldn't kill. He and was then if flying. You use Harrison, it ignores 100% it of the ignores shield. ignores the shield. Oh, have man. Jesse, sorry. There lots of chat here. What's going on? Super Jesse, uh, wait, raise your hand. Come onto the stage. That's the easiest way to get my attention. You say I'm ignoring you. What do you got? Storm says, my Mo Rudd is rank 4, 50%. I ran Pike Moreau Row, and she didn't activate. Uh, if you do the math, she should have. Um, Storm, so she should activate. I mean, now, do keep in mind, if your opponent is running Row, you will not see it in your battle log. That is still a glitch. It's still a bug. A year later, if two players are running the same officer, you will not see necessarily. You won't necessarily see them in your battle log. I still run into that today with, with Kirk and Spock or TOS Kirk and Uhura. Uh, you're not going to see it if both players are running it. So, And listen, it doesn't have to be Harrison, JT Bob. Listen, Pike, uh, Roe would still be great. Um, you could... What about TOS Uhura? TOS Uhura kind of behaves like Harrison. So if you don't have Harrison, no, that won't work because you need morale for TOS Uhura, right? Yeah, you need morale for her to do her thing. So, all right, let's do a substitution for Harrison, Bubba. If you don't have Harrison, you could do Pike, <coughs> Roe, Marcus. Yep, Marcus. Marcus. Pike Moreau Marcus. There you go, JT Bob. And by the way, just as a reminder from Captain Mark, uh, Shill Red Angel, the Harrison pack's in the store right now if you want to go get it. <laughs> All right. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Pike Row Marcus would be good. Chronic Break asked about Saru. I don't think crits are a big deal here. I don't think, no. yeah, I don't think crits are a big deal here. So you, I mean, it, the, like, the fights crits, aren't lasting. Yeah, the fights I mean, don't go very yeah. long. One, one it, round, one attack. Exactly. The the row, um, unless something weird happens and it doesn't trigger for some reason, which I did see a couple of instances that for whatever reason it didn't look like it triggered. I um, I, I, I have a feeling why, but what, what well, rank I, is your what, what rank is your Roman? My rows, uh, tier five max. It was. When that ro okay. when that arc and uh, event store happened, I said row mud looks like it's eventually going to be something special, and that's what I invested my like event Wesley store Crusher in was like Wesley Crusher. Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, real quick. Some people are asking about why not Picard instead of Pike. Absolutely, a good substitution there because his no the base buff from Picard is... Oh, that's right. It's only 20. It's only 20. Energy. That's right. See, remember, Pike is doubled at base. Picard needs a side of synergy. Remember, Picard is only 20%, but he's getting 100% from synergy, and, where Pike is 40 and, and getting 80 from synergy. So, yeah, but 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 Picard... Yeah, you do get a crit chance, but Picard is not going to guarantee your row mud. Okay, Picard cannot guarantee Romud. He's only going to make Romud 50% proc, not 100. P Pike will actually make her 100. I wonder, do you actually need Harrison, though? I, I, I mean, Harrison would probably be good if the other player wasn't running Harrison. Marcus would also be very, very effective there. Um, I'm wondering, like, like, <clears throat> like how, much, how much attack stat do you have? 
Well, uh, I'd have to go. I'd have to go look at my yeah, log. But, yeah. But, well, and you also got to look too because you're you're dealing with limited underdeck slots. Yeah, that's what I mean. So. So, I mean, I could I could go do it again and go shoot a hostile and take a look at it, but it is it. What you're trying to do is that Rialta has like at max has like 40k hull. So yeah. if you can do 40k directly to the hole <laughs> in the first round. You're golden. Which, right? by the and way, I know, I'm, I'm Rowe, wondering Rowe if you totally actually need if you actually need Harrison for that or not. No. Well, well, if they're, I guess it. Huh, Harrison ignoring the shield, eighty percent. You you almost need a critical if you want it to end in one round. Uh, because I think when I was running TOS Kirk and Uhura, I was getting roughly thirty thousand. I was getting 30,000 attack points on an energy shot unless it crit, and then it went to like 100,000. But if I didn't crit, it was going more than one round. So I definitely think that you would probably need either a critical or two rounds or where Roe is doing 300% instead of 100%. I mean, that's it. Bubba Joe's got it. I, and I can't – I mean, wow, what a crew. And no one even talked about it. Except for maybe Super Jesse. <laughs> so, yeah, he says Rowe is hitting for about 60,000 plus. So, nice, uh, nicely done. Very innovative crews and crews that have been around for a while. And listen, Rowe Mud is grindable. So, hopefully, you've spent a little bit of time and given her a little bit of TLC because she is there and grindable, available for free. All right. And for those of you who can have. Uh, those you can have uh, to hey nope Hugo you got this one wrong buddy remember abilities are multiplicative yeah I'm not I'm not into, so sure about this because this works a bit differently than that's one would right expect. abilities no no DJ I th you, you think you, I'm wrong you might be wrong yes. I don't, I'm pretty sure proc rates we've proven proc rates before remember when we did this with Eurydice proc rate percentage chances of an ability happening those, to my knowledge, and again, I could be wrong, but we have proven this time and time and time again, that those are additive. And we, and we actually specifically tested that with Pike and Eurydice way back when she came out. And we got, with Pike, no synergy, and Eurydice, we were able to guarantee 100% procs out of Eurydice. So... Um, I'm. I'm. Now listen. I could be wrong. But Bubba, it, but was what there, rank? Bubba, was there any time that your that yours didn't proc? There was. There were a couple of times where it didn't proc. So it may not be a hundred percent. But I I had very very high success rate with that. So well, uh, it would know. be. It would be a high percent. So let's say. So Pike is not be, one point four, Gregor. Uh, Hugo Pike is one point two. If you're using That's if you're using two. Well. Yeah, yeah, but it's not 1.4. So if you're using it, Pike it by... It's a 1.4 multiplier. Oh, because of the base. Yeah, okay, if he's doing it by himself. Yes, yeah, so you're not using Synergy there. So you're just doing Pike. So 1.4 is a 70 and an 84. There's no 60% row mod, but oh well. Yeah, you don't get 60% with row. 50 is <laughs> where she maxes. But, um, okay, Ripper, are you able to actually definitively see that mathematically? Like, Can you see that? <sighs> Because I was always under the – I mean, we, hell, we've done shows on this. How have we missed this? We've done shows on the fact that percentage chances – percentage chances have always been additive. Hell, we've got slides and, and 
PowerPoints to the same effect. We've never been corrected up well, till now. You know, there's, there's, I don't like, I, I don't know the tests you did, so I don't know exactly what percentages you had or not. All right, you know what I mean. We're going too long, but I do want to. I want to solve DJ, this. Yep. My my tier four row is fifty percent chance to proc, and I'm Wait, testing what? it on hostile. I thought right it makes it out at fifty. What? I have a Am tier four row, and it's fifty percent chance to proc according to. Oh, I was looking at the wrong ability. wrong officer. That does max out at sixty. You're correct. And I have killed several hostiles, and she is not procked running Pike Moreau row. See so, you now, Pike Moreau row. You don't have an. I mean, that has to be Pike Moreau no, row would get you over the hundred percent. Have a fifty percent chance to proc. I'm literally looking at the battle reports right now. Pike Moreau row is not a hundred percent proc chance. Hey, it ain't fifty fifty. There's no way. It, I mean. I'm guess I hit just hit two hostiles in a row and it didn't proc, and then the third hostile it procced, and the fourth hostile it procced. I mean that's yeah, but, limited I mean, sample size. Yeah, but, I mean, you, you, much, need, you need you need five hundred tests. Is, yeah, but it's supposed to be sixty percent times two on fifty percent. Like what? So what, if how, we're if we're using Hugo's if we're using Hugo's math, uh, if you're using Pike Moreau, then that is a one plus. Uh, so it's 2.2 times... Wait, is there something else going on that I'm just not... Did I totally missed? Wait, hold on. What if you use... Row on a base? With Eurydice, huh? Skinny Mud... Eurydice, Skinny Mud, and Row at a base. When you're trying to crack a base. I'm not sure how that is relevant right now, but... <laughs> meows, meows is like, hey, let's let's take a drive over here to left field. Uh, no, I mean, 300% damage boost is going to be relevant anywhere. Okay, it's going to be relevant anywhere. But specifically, I want to I fix this proc rate thing. We're way out of time. We're going to have to go. But I do want to fix is, Time is something you take, DJ. It's not something you have, so... <laughs> Snake eyes, okay? Snake eyes. Three hours. Like he he likes two hours and a half. I didn't even say that right. He likes two hours and thirty um, minutes. So that is <laughs> three hours that is too one, long. Wait, let me let me see. Wait, wait what? All right, two we're digging. We're digging. We're digging. We got. We're digging in. We're stealing the code. Let's figure this out. Definitively, right here on Talking Track, we're gonna know. Do proc chances? Increase with multipliers or additive. We have always assumed additive. Now we're seeing evidence to the contrary. Ripper's going to solve it for us right now. And on a side note, can you crack a base with a Rialta? <laughs> That's true. I mean, They may not. May not what? May not be multiplicative? That's what I've been saying! No, it may not apply at all. Because it's a not con because a chance a chance proc is not a combat ability. Could Pike not affect it because it's not a combat ability? Because it's actually a proc chance and not an actual combat ability. Even though her ability is combat, the the variable is not a combat specific variable. It's the proc rate, which is not combat. Oh, snap. So Pike wouldn't affect Roe at all, Bubba Joe. So you'd be using Pike for the benefit of Harrison, but Roe is going to be stuck at 
But I'm I'm not entirely certain. To be continued, but ladies and gentlemen, we will give you a follow up on this. One 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 would have to test this. We're gonna give you a follow up. Sure. Either that or we're gonna rip it straight out of the game code. We'll figure that out too. <laughs> yeah, that's not not really a thing. <laughs> of course it's not. We don't talk about such things. Um we need some tribunes to test this theory. No, I'm kidding. We can probably do it with realities. <laughs> Um, however, can I get a pylum from Scopely to test it? Yes, hey, I need a pylum as well, please. And I need you to go ahead and build it because I'm only 41. <laughs> please, uh, <laughs> go ahead and just give me the actual shit, please. That would be greatly appreciated. Okay, uh, guys, we are way, way, way over on time. There you go. PvP crews, okay? Maybe Rogue getting just a little bit less gusto than what we had thought 10 minutes ago, but still an extremely valuable crew if she procs. If she procs. And again, going back to what I said earlier, if TOS Kirk procs, if GG procs, and now if Romud procs, I'm here to tell you a level 28 can kill a level 45. It depends on proc. Have fun with this event. This was not meant to be a whale fest. It's a Rialta event. And anybody can die. It's going to depend on the RNG. Go out there and have a little bit of fun. It's completely free. All you're spending is your time. You are spending zero resources. Get out there. Have a little bit of fun. And enjoy some good old-fashioned three-year-ago PvP. All right? In the Rialta versus Rialta event, which is coming up again um tomorrow tomorrow it's coming up on thursday the 12th and then again on tuesday the 17th snake eyes i am extremely apologetic for the time we have spent on this show ladies and gentlemen we will do a drawing just to do a giveaway we got no time for a game drawing for a giveaway let's do it All right, ladies and gentlemen, very quickly, very quickly, contest and pick. We're just going to draw a winner. No time for a game today. Uh, Stevens Aaron, can I get a timer? Can I get a timer, Mark? And I hope you kept track of all the edits we got to pull. We, we got a lot of edits. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to Dragon6942. Congratulations to you, good sir. You are a winner today. Dragon6942, send me a PM uh, with your new 38,000 character player ID, if you have it. If not, I'll still take the short player ID. And we'll hook you up with a prize out of the vault, including your choice of anything that we do have in the vault, plus a bonus chest of 500 Axionic Chips if you want it. As we are heading into... An event where you may want to pull a premium chest. Maybe 500 Axionic Chips doesn't sound as bad as it did the other day. Huh? What, what, what? Ladies and gentlemen, visit us on our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online. want to thank my guest today, Big Country. Big Country, thank you for being here, buddy. Appreciate no you. Thank my you. Pleasure. Bubba Joe, thank you for being a contributor today. Thank you very much, Bubba Joe. Always a pleasure having you here. Bubba Joe has already tuned out. Trek and Chick and Steven Zarin, your moderators today. Ripper, as always, my friend, thank you very, very much for being here and giving us all things data. And where you can find a lot of this same stuff on the new all things data for Star Trek Fleet Command resource at STFC.com. 
stfc.space stfc.space also thank you to our executive producer snake eyes and other contributors as well including your graphics designer captain mark thank you guys so very much please be sure to visit our website talkingtrekstfc.online where you can link on over to our uh, youtube channel where we are continuing our push 5k materials for 5k subs go subscribe share with your team and consume content there we'd appreciate that very very much also a very big shout out to my little boy mr oliver djs go ahead make sure to follow us on instagram follow us on we don't have an instagram <laughs> we don't have one yet do you want to create an instagram yes he wants to make an instagram okay so we're gonna work on that snake eyes Yes, we got to do an Instagram now, all right? Also, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Facebook.com slash MNToy Posse and Wounded Warriors. And also, of course, to our gold patrons, these players from our website at Talking Trek stfc.online donate five dollars or more per month their names are gold and i give them much love thank you gregor sky bankman i beglin big country jc hank chuck Sagra, uh, chuck Sagrant, dark lord stevens aaron ahab fukum thorn virtual army jay burke dj girl red two and hania uh dunk bojack ape crush jonathan ingram tabby moza regis lady cast engineering free filling acs hudson doc 31 morpheus nick burns cam Coulter, jensky wingnut z-man fluffy puma ccxn devil's advocate Goofy names rock, Leonidas, Raxanar, Striker, B, Ready, Jerry, Ryan, Indy, Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, King 101, Silent Stabber, Commander, Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, Spock, The Avenger, Medic 213, Stony Dude, Fog and Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Grand, Galen, Cobra, Splatsu, Eden, Not My Game Name, Sentinel, Ripper, Ghost, 12 Hours, Con Air, Iris, Jack, Y-Man, Phineas, Giovanni, Dragon Slayer, Lord Neelix, Lord Pete, Lobot, Silly Tom, The Egger, Never Clutch, Storm, Harshness, Procedure, Lugga, Subcommander, Doug, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Jason, Velvet Thunder, Clyde, your mom, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lou, Cha Cha Baba, A Fox, Midhead, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Afro Jack, The Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Evil Dragonfly, and Shady Pines, all contributing $5 or more per month here to Talking Track. A registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, your host with the most. Your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, mean it. See you on the next one. Love you. Bye.